Here we are. <laughs> We're live. You just, you just hit a button. You didn't warn people. You just push buttons. We are ready. You We're just push buttons go. all willy nilly. And now I got it. All right. I wasn't ready. Uh, what else is new? Meds. Welcome to Morelia Python Radio, <laughs> the holiday show, the last show of 2020. Uh, Thank God. I mean, yay. <laughs> uh, we have. Uh, with myself as Mr. Uh, McIntyre, uh, the goddamn co-host. God, yes, co-host, it, is, it. it is official, damn it. You know, I'm making yeah. sure that it's, there are several other people here, and I want to make sure that they're not trying to, you know, get the crown off my head. So, <laughs> looking at you, Keith. Right now, him is Mr. Yeah. The man, the legend, the OP brothers are back, right? <laughs> ah, finally. Lucas, if we start talking about Owen Pelly's too much. Just be quiet. You're, it's not, that's not for you. Okay, I know my Lucas? place. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got uh, Nipper Reed is going to stop by. We got Scott Iper is going to come by. Yeah, some cool stuff. But um, and maybe if we're lucky, if we're lucky, <laughs> if we were all good this year, the man maybe down the myth, just, legend. Just if you believe enough, he may show up. So, <sighs> so, so we usually start this with uh, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. <laughs> I just caught that out. Uh, okay. uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> How how much pregame did you do for the show? You have to be honest with me. Uh, oh, how many cocktails did I have before the show? What? That, yes, one. that is what pregaming. I mean, that's a very sophisticated way to talk about pregaming. I invite several cocktails. I'm a musician. Not of a, co- I, all right. I'm sorry. You drink after the show, not before no, it. <laughs> you got to do one or two before the show, and then after right. the show, all bets are off. Yeah, that's thank right. you. It takes it off a little bit. You know, pre gaming. Yes. Okay. So we are. I'm. I'm pumped. I love this show. This is my favorite show of the whole year. Like we just get to like just like you know not worry about outlines and we just get to shoot the shit. If you're, if you're like me though, you don't worry about the outlines anyway. Oh yeah, that's true. That yes, is. You just kind of you know. Every corner shows it. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my Shots fired. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. You uh, must have done a lot of free gaming before we got on. You're, I am not prepared, sir, and I will uh, have my vengeance. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, I just wanted to give. Oh, let me pull my fiery hand. Hobbit when he's drinking. Jesus, right. I can't get fiery. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start with um, well, one. 2020 sucked, man. Thank you. <laughs> what a shitty year. It was a fucking, it's, th- at least three of us should have been into Australia at least two more times during this year. Because I don't, I don't know if Keith and I can make it as much as you two, but eh, you'd miss us. It hurts so, my heart. But yeah. we did get to go to West Texas, which was cool. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, so... Let's do a little bit of stats for the show. So last year, I, I researched this. We had 744,463 downloads. Or what is wrong with you people? I mean, oh, thank you. It's, thank you for listening. Which is awesome. <laughs> it you is know? insane. Yeah, I don't understand. Some of, that, some of that does tie into the back catalog. Um, but uh, It's still there. It's still <laughs> us. <laughs> we are... And the cool thing is, is that we're, I don't know what other animal podcasts are out there, but we're routinely in the top 30 of animal podcasts on um, podcast apps. So this is pretty cool, right? It's good. 
Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. It only took us nine years to do it, right? <laughs> so for all you fellow podcasters out there, holy shit. This is episode Stay the course. That is adorable. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we've had uh, some pretty good shows uh, this year. Um, you know, I think uh, over the time um, we talked to some awesome people. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about things like the highlight of 2020 for us. Uh, the top three guests or shows of 2020 for each of us. Favorite episode from another podcast. And uh, what there you hope no to add podcasts. to your collection in 2020. That's a um, true question. There are no other podcasts. Move stop on. It, you. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to do in your reptile room? Right. Um, <laughs> who's your favorite reptile personality of 2020? Me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what's the favorite animal you produced in 2020? And what's the coolest piece of equipment that you added to your reptile room in 2020? So that we're going to talk about that. And of course we will air grievances. Oh, yes. That, that's where we become insane. We're going to lose so many listeners when we air these grievances and, you know, but, you know, we usually take all year to settle all the libel cases and then, and then we're back at it again. So, yeah. So how do you feel, Owen? A whole I, I mean, I feel pretty good. It's just going to be a therapy session. I feel good. Yeah, talk to me, Alan. How, <laughs> how, how are you What's handling right? the stress What's of going life? On? It's, I, I mean, it's right here is how I handle the stress of life. But right. I got you. Um, I feel good, dude. Like, it's been it's been a crazy asinine year, even outside of reptiles. And then inside of reptiles, shit has been crazy as well. So, um, but it's been fun. So uh, I'm excited to get into... Uh, next year, the breeding season is well underway. I'm pairing stuff this weekend because I'm tired of seeing everybody else with like pictures of locks and stuff like that. And I got nothing. So, um, yeah, no, I'm feeling good. It's going to be exciting. We have to start. Okay. Right from the gate. No. And I have to welcome. No. A very no. special guest. He is. Bitch. <laughs> he has rolling rock in hand and he's ready no. to air no. some green. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here we go. And I welcome Mr. Jim from Morgantown. <laughs> Here he is, the one and only, the man himself. Quite the, quite the list here. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, he's got a copy book. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Here. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a side-by-shot with him and Owen. What? <laughs> you, oh, oh, you, no, no, no. You're having way too much goddamn fun with this control system. Wait, wait a minute. You, 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 didn't, you didn't tell me this was live. Tell, oh, yeah. Right. You're, right. okay. you're on, buddy. Okay. I'll tell okay. you, you're the, you're the, mo- oh, shit. You're the most well, now, requested you. one. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, wait. All right. Oh, get to the, get, there get, we go. Get, there he is. Get your fucking point. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers in the background. And it's all. a Penguins jersey. No, 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 no Dad. No, there's no reason. Oh, I just saw yellow and black. There's, there's no reason to go around. Oh, just oh, oh, would you like to see? No, would you like no, to see the place? Just, like at all? No, just, Jesus Christ! Paraphernalia <laughs> here. You know. Well, let's start, shall we? All right. Okay. All right. Number one on my list right here. You'll see. I'll, I'll put it here. I wrote it out. Yes, yes, yes it, well, it took a while. The year 2020 is on the grievance list. <laughs> okay, all right. Agreed. I right, go. The, That's good. The, the, the whole fucking year. <laughs> all right. My only fear with putting that on there is what do we do if 2021 says, hold my beer? Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, 
You know what I mean? Okay. That's an yeah. excellent point. All right. Number two on the grievance list, and it pains me to put this on here. It really does. I really my my alma mater. Okay. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania State <laughs> University has never gone zero and five. In well, they, they have now. Ever. So. I mean, it, really it's, about that one. I, I don't even want. I mean, I mean, my my state of passivity and the amount of money I give that university <laughs> for goddamn football tickets gotta be shitting me. I mean, all right, Dad, let it all out. It's good. It's good therapy. <laughs> well, number three, and I know you guys are. I know you, I know you guys are all going to agree with me with this. Okay. okay. Right. Basically, there's there's an individual that has a problem with my a tone. Your tone? Vo- my, yes, yes, she doesn't like my tone of voice. Now, ge- now, gentlemen, this is the same tone of voice that I'm communicating to you in right now. I'm um, <laughs> being honest, Jim. I don't like your tone either. <laughs> I would go to canceling, but I slept with her too. So, why no. are you there? God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, number four. Number four, just go. <laughs> what the no, hell? No, shut why, up. Why, no, why the Jesus Christ, keep going. Get through the damn list. Why uh, waste a crisis? Huh? Jesus. You know? mm. Mm. Now, I want you all to know that there's some lengthy in the tunnel here. Okay. 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 I am done. I am done with my Christmas shopping, except for one individual. Okay, you know who you know who it is in the in the queue here. Jim, you you know who the culprit is. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Some regular participant on this show, I do believe, and should be fired from the show (laughs) if you want your ratings. You you have tried for nine years to get me fired from the show. Eric just isn't listening at this point. Uh, We're we're talking about potential for syndication and money. Somebody on the show is holding certain talent back. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to bring it up. Damn, so, people are going to agree with you. That's the problem. There are a lot of people agreeing. Shut up, comment. No, that, no, no, not probably, probably, probably a lot of people going thumbs up right now. Of course, <laughs> Owen's doing this, right? Yeah. Oh, you well, are number anyway. one. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, I think that just about covers the grievances. I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to really take up any more time. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think I, I think we've covered probably the top four. The four, yeah, man, pissing me off right now. You know. So anyway, <laughs> gentlemen, that's about it. Have a wonderful Christmas, and I will continue to watch the rest of your show. Uh, maybe I don't know. Oh, got it. Okay. Right. You know? oh no, Jim froze. He has the same <laughs> shitty internet as you do, Owen. What the he hell? does. He probably does. Uh, or, or, I, or I'm just going to go straight to porn. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever makes you happy, right? Yeah. So, you guys have a wonderful Christmas, wonderful holiday, and uh, I can't wait to see you all next year. Hopefully, we can get together at some sort of carpet fest. There you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. All right. Merry Christmas. You all take Thanks. care. Thanks, Ed. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Never do that again. <laughs> new rule. New rule. That never happens again. <laughs> new rule for drinking game. Every yeah. time you can feel Owen's pain while the old man is taking his 
<laughs> We're gonna put that up there. There we go. That, that is a new rule. That's a good one. Of course, like if or if you could count how many times I have to say Jesus Christ as he's speaking, no, you you you'd be dead. <laughs> I have I only have one grievance, mm. right? Mm. I, I'll, I'll just go next, right? Oh, okay, because I have several. I'm buying fucking paper towels and toilet paper, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing to do with COVID. You don't shit yourself from it. What the hell? I I kind of, you know how many times I've threatened to like go to your shop, right, and cause trouble or just wander around the store and stare at the security cameras knowing that you're on the other side? Um <laughs> This would be one of those, like, I kind of wanted to go this year and be like, do you have paper towels? Can you ask Eric? And just, but the problem is, like, I fear you'd come, like, through the office door and just hit me. <laughs> so know. it's like, because now you finally have something you take your rage out on. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, dude, it's nuts. We need a I, podcast network just for Jim. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be the final. Uh, or <laughs> Or we don't, and we can just... Move on. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Jim. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's great. But in seriousness, um, 2020 sucked. It yep. did. But I'm not going to grieve anything about except for the paper towels. And here's why. Because <clears throat> people that I cared about got COVID and they're still here. So I'm thankful for that. I got a rough scale python. I'm thankful for that. We went to West Texas. I'm thankful for that. I don't know. I can't really grieve anything this year. I know I'm cutting. Give me some drinks or whatever. Maybe towards the end of the show, I'll have some shit we'll, come we'll out. We'll circle back around to you, and we'll see how you feel later. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you got, Owen? Ah, uh, good. I'm glad you asked. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, no. It locked me out. <laughs> um. I, I do have, I filled up the list of, you, you gave me like five slots. I think I made six grievances. So, you know, I, where you had none, I had plenty. Uh, so, yeah. uh, that's, the, that's why we're yin and yang. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I know. You're like, I'm thankful like, for that. But, um, yeah, this year I have to be. You know what I mean? Could have been, it could have went way worse. Oh, yeah. So, let's see here. So, my first grievance. Oh wait! Is, I gotta back up. I am okay. also thankful that my dad's in the reptiles again. I mean, yeah, how cool dude, is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's like, weird because like, the old man. Oh yeah, and and it's like golden geckos and stuff like that. So it's like something cool that you can appreciate, but not have to like yeah. deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be like you know, if dad got if my father got into reptiles, it'd be hell on earth. But yeah. you know, story. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. I know that's anyway. one of your grievances that I interrupt you too much. <laughs> no, no, because I, I hit that ball back over the net too. So, you know, nine years you'd think we'd figure it out by now, but mm, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so my um, grievances. These have been several instances I've had throughout the year. The first one is um, people who attempt to blind buy my adult animals from me that they saw on Facebook. Um, people will just blindly either send me a friend request or just contact me through Facebook and say, will you sell me your Timor pythons or rough scale pythons? It's like, you're right. I won't sell them to some of my best friends who ask, but you, random person on the Internet, you caught me at the right time. Of course, I'll sell them to you. So that's... Uh, <laughs> The first grievance. Okay, fair enough. Um, the second grievance is if somebody asks if I will take a certain amount for an animal, like, say, $1,200, oh, 
And I say yes. And then if somebody you, asks if I will take a certain amount for an animal, oh, I wait. say $1,200. Nip is not using headphones. God say, damn it. No, I'm not a reader. I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> Add it to the list. Yeah, no, that's that's one. People who don't know how to use the show properly. Um, but no, it's the if you ask if I will take a certain amount for an animal and I agree. That's it. Deal's over. You pay for it now. You don't say, well, I can't do that amount. You offered that amount. I don't understand. <laughs> so Wait, so somebody offered you money for a snake, and then yes. when you said, yes, I'll take that amount, then all they of a sudden they, they said, no, I can't do it? Yes. Oh, good God. Thank you. It's like, oh, it's like I have a $700 snake. We take five. Yes. Oh, I can't do five. Then why did you say it? <laughs> like it <laughs> then what the hell was the point of that conversation? Oh, that's just um, the next one I think is the uh, uh, one that everybody can get behind is um, Instagramming with venomous. Stop! Oh, don't even start nipper. <laughs> I know. We'll, we'll, I know. I, it's, that's the way it goes. It, and then the uh, other one is uh, one that it was attempted to be explained to me recently. Uh, it's the term base color in green tree python. I don't understand it. I don't know what it means. Apparently, it's the color that the snake is between the scales, which I still don't understand. And the base color for different animals can mean different things. I still don't understand. I don't. Can someone please explain base color? What's the base color? Base color of an animal, like a green tree python. Isn't that like the, like. I thought it was the, the, apparently it's the color in between the scales when it all stretches out. Oh, I did not know that. I don't know what that. No, I don't think that's. No, I think it's. Refer to a rest. <laughs> I think it's. In no. the right hand corner or right below you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Uh, interstitial coloration, I think, if that's what they're talking about. God, the hell if I know. That's yeah, base is. color. It's not paint. Like it's an animal. I don't. Yeah. So no, that's that's it. Those are my grievances. That's it. I'll, I'll think of more. Probably <laughs> it's it's it all in the list. All right. What the heck? All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Mr. Joyful. You went through a whole list of things you were thankful for. I at least had. I am. I was very thankful with you. Certain things, you know, but not what we're here for. If if we really want to hear the real grievances, the man is here. That he can just he has a lot of shit. Especially how we say niche, niche. No, we've we've locked that up. We fixed that. (laughs) Except you just fucked it up. So good job. Yeah, but um, (laughs) caramel. Apparently, we say caramel, and it should caramel. be caramel. Oh, that's bullshit. That they don't even, <laughs> there are people who fight over the candy for that, and let alone a snake color. Like, no, nah, no, 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 no. Thank you. Explain it to him, Nipper. No. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Can I just say how yep. cool is Owen's dad? <laughs> yeah, right. What a voice! I could listen to him all day. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. tell. Yeah. That's why he should have his own podcast. Do you shut agree? Up. Just shut up. I love it. <sighs> yep. Oh, I thought Nipper was airing his grievances. Oh, got yeah, you want oh. to start now? Oh, yeah, go for it. Do it. Do <laughs> okay, it. Okay. Well, you mentioned the first one. Yep. Firstly, caramel. <laughs> oh, my fucking days. You have got no idea how much that stresses me out. For ages, I thought there was a, a Carmel place. I'm looking up maps for Carmel. Somewhere in Australia, there's this little locality, Carmel. 
<laughs> Where the fuck? It's caramel. What's wrong with you people? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm getting stressed. That moves me on to my second one. Jaguar. It is Jaguar. There is no fucking W in Jaguar. Jaguar. What's the actual fuck? <laughs> Okay, deep breath. Deep breath. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, good. Again, <sighs> Pap one. <laughs> Any of you motherfuckers say Papuan again, then <laughs> there is no ooh. In well, you got the wrong podcast. No, yeah, well, I mean, I Papuan or Papayan. <laughs> if I hear it again, I'm going up a water tower with a high powered rifle and a little <laughs> mine. I'm telling you. Not good. Thank God we're on this side of the ocean, but go on. Oh, anyway, I'm starting to feel better. It's nice. Um, it's good. It's a big one. Hmm. Red tigers. They're not fucking red, and they're not tigers, okay? At best, they're a kind of mingy brown colour. That's it, with a few stripes. They're not fucking red. Is that what we should change the name to? Mingy, mingy, mingy brown. Tigers. He's not okay. listening, Nipper. Excuse <laughs> me, right out. So, another thing. While I've got your attention, okay. use some fucking Latin. What oh, wrong with you people? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody in Europe would use a common name. Everybody uses Latin so that everybody from every different country knows exactly what you're talking about. Well, it depends on what papers. No, no, nope. I'm not getting into the nope, nope, nope. <laughs> There will oh, be no, singing, no, no, that was I'm sorry, sorry. Backing up. <laughs> it's like your names for scrubs mean jack shit anywhere else <laughs> except America. You just make them up. <laughs> They are made up. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> now, there's another one specifically mm. for you two, and this is a big one. Okay. When somebody mentions on your podcast an American species of snake, mm. I don't want to hear either one of you go, oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Learn Ooh. fucking shit. Ooh. I have yet to hear an American snake mentioned on your podcast that I haven't heard of. <laughs> and I've never herped America yet. Put <laughs> your shit out, boys. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Yeah. Now listen very carefully to this one. Mm. This is particularly for Eric and Owen and uh, Rob. Oh. Listen to this. Stop herping the US without me, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Right, this uh, stinging leg slaps, right? Yeah, I don't know. You got five and a half months there, Nipper. Yeah, sorry, buddy. It's killing me. You've got rid of Trump now. I need to come over and I need to find some stuff with you. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, Our dads are waiting. They're going to yeah. come along. You got Jim and Tom. Yeah, I can't wait to meet both of them. Very good. Oh, my God. Uh, um, what else have we got on the list? Right. This is not directly listed at you, but this is American herpers in general. Stressing right. me out. Yeah. Stop listing snakes as full species when they're not full species. I'll give an example. Mm. Crotalus atrox, portugensis, 
it's not Crowther's torch against us. I start looking for stuff. It's not an actual speeches. It's just people liking it and thinking it should be a full speeches. Ah. Stop it. Got it. <laughs> okay. 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 A bit of positivity. Niche. Uh. Niche. Here I'm saying that. Niche. Niche. Yeah. Is better. Okay. You've improved, right? That's very, very good. <laughs> I take your grievances to heart, Nipper, and I work on them all year. I just kind of go with it. It fills my heart with joy. And yeah. the, uh, the prostitutes are very grateful in my area. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, chaps. I, I mean, that's what we try to do. It's like a lovely therapy session. Thank you for that. <laughs> you feel better now? I feel a lot better, yeah. It is half past midnight in the UK at the minute, so I'm a bit tired and grumpy. But overall, much better. Okay. Good. Dream of rattlesnakes tonight. Yeah, man. Oh, I will. The US. I will. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that was great. God, that hurt. <laughs> I know, my stomach hurts. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> I think Nipper froze. I don't know. He's no, you're just not pushing buttons. Oh, shit. There we go. All right. There we go. There you go. <laughs> we do have somebody else that is, um, he's going to air some grievances, I bet. Probably. And probably going to hand it to me and you, particularly, Owen. This yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Scott. Oh, thanks, Scott. So it's Good midnight ideas. where 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 yeah. Nipper is, and it's probably like five in the morning where Scott is. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's actually only ten thirty in, in the day at the moment here. Oh, so, okay. oh shit! You did not do that right. <laughs> so, <laughs> first grievance. So first grievance, and this is directed specifically at you, Owen. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking colubrid. Colubrid. <laughs> yes. Colubrid. What the? Fuck? I don't. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Eric gave you in last week. Up, yeah. What the it's hell? Literally named after the genus. Fucking. It's not named after colubra. Colubrid. <laughs> it's a fucking colubrid. Got All it. Right? If you're gonna do a podcast about it, learn how you to fucking think, pronounce yes. it. <laughs> Fuck me, dead. And papuan, papuan. We already covered that. We already got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, no, you get yelled at again. That's worth okay, twice. Okay, second twice. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I second Nick Nipper's taxonomy fucking issues as well. Like, what the fuck? I feel your pain, man. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't, I don't even know what to say. It gives me a fucking aneurysm. Um, and then why can't people pronounce the fucking "i" correctly on the end of a scientific name? I do not understand it. It is so fucking simple. It's not Bredeli. It's Bredeli. Bredeli. A single I, an e, an i on the end of the name is pronounced a fucking e. Yeah. You guys apparently like these fucking things, but no one says it right. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, fucking up. And and you know what? And the other thing is too, red carpets. Mm-mm. The only red carpets are fucking brittles. <laughs> and even in those cunts are fucking orange anyway. So, oh, fucking hell. Anyway, that's all right. Um, how's things going, guys? Merry Christmas and all that. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, they man. Come in and get it all off, and then they're like, 
<laughs> oh, hey, guys, I didn't see you there. It's like, oh. <laughs> God. So, because I can't find an old Pelly Python, I got one fucking tattooed on me fucking arm. So, <laughs> no, you, know, yeah. you know, but that's all right. And, Maybe one you know, the people that are using that fucking name, Narawan, bloody idiots, they can't get it that right either. People are going to start using the word Narawan as a genus name for fucking Owen Pellies when it's actually fucking not the phyla python because it was named fucking eight years earlier. Fucking morons. You know. <laughs> and they wonder why That's you guys struggle name, with though. taxonomy. What's yeah. that, mate? That's a hell of a name to pronounce. Not the phyla python. Yeah. Ah, it's all right. It's fine. It's, it's the same thing like people going, oh, I don't want to use Varanosaurus stigma from fucking mangrove monitors. Well, Indicus is now restricted to Ambon. Get the fuck over it, idiots. It is what it is. The name is what it is. <laughs> Fucking oh, suckers. Wait, we had one from Brett, and this particularly pertains to me and Owen. Mm. Water pythons. <laughs> water pythons. <laughs> it's called I, water. I hear nothing wrong with that. I, I don't know. Oh, what no, Keith, do you say water or do you say yeah, water? Yeah, Keith. Water. Okay. That's even worse. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jersey. That's you guys. You guys can say Wawa just fine, but you can't say water. Dude, don't fuck with Wawa. See, there it is. Like, you know, I'll kill Why don't you just call them shit snakes that piss all over you when you pick them up? Because it takes too long. I mean, yeah, it's the longer name. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could just say Fuscus. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. I'm going to take to heart what Nipper said, and I'm going to stop saying, like, well, I have to work on it because I, I say bread lie, so I'm gonna say bread lee. Bread lee, yeah. yeah. That's gonna that's gonna take me a while, Scott. You gotta understand. I have like eleven years of saying <laughs> bread lee. See, I already said it. Woohoo! No, wait. No. People will fucking get, people will message you on the podcast and say you can't pronounce bread lie wrong. Fucking hell, idiots. <laughs> Yeah, but we found an Owen Pelly and you didn't. So there. <laughs> you fucking you live fit. there and we can do on a whim and we found it. You yeah. knew that. Now mate, what? Maybe the dumbest fucks can get some luck sometimes, mate. What do I say? There's one, two, three, four people in this group that found an Owen Pelly. The other three of you, shame. Even <laughs> number one. Like, I haven't even been so, in the country. So, <laughs> Sorry, Lucas. So I would, I would argue the point that only one of you found the Owen Pelly. The other three. Doesn't matter. The other three. <laughs> <laughs> on the coattails of somebody else. So, so Keith got it, and the rest of us were just kind of there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, that was the That's team all right. I lost my fucking Bullshit. phone on the mountain. Bullshit. It wasn't a team it back there, Right? Uh, and yeah. Keith, Keith said, you know what? We should look up. And look, there it was. Like holy shit! So what? Hey, so what is it like to literally travel from one side of the globe to the other to get within fucking forty feet or something and still not get to be able to hold it? Fuck we, we have it the next night. So it wasn't that one. Didn't want to, you know, Scott. Unlike the Australians, right, who are obsessed with laws, but then also obsessed with breaking laws. A culture predicated upon establishing too many laws and then breaking all of them wantonly. Um, <laughs> We didn't want to do that, you know, being outsiders, didn't want, didn't want to run the risk, but fortunately held one the next night. Great stuff. Didn't break any laws. All good. That was the legalese that we have to put into the episodes now. <laughs> oh, man. Stump, stump. He stumped Scott. Scott's yeah. like, would you, yeah. No, no. Would you actually like to know the fact that you actually did break the law? 
Well, that's more regulation, I would say. No, 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 it's not a regulation. It is actually, uh, it it comes under the act, actually. So technically, you did actually break a law by being in that park after dark. You broke the law. I would say that's a reg, but no, I mean we can, you know, (laughs) right? We can we can agree, you know, the potato tomato thing. Yeah, if you leave the path in that place, you've also broken an additional law. If you shine your light on it, then you technically disturbed it, so then you've broken that law. There's lots no, of laws over here. Very, very delicate with how he put that light on that snake, so the snake didn't even it see the snake. I'm counting four so far that he's mentioned that I'm, I mean... Not to play. I, I'm just gonna be quiet now. <laughs> yeah. we, we, won't go, we won't go down that road, eh? The yep. Australia is basically just a prison colony for the UK. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And the for some reason, they decided it. they needed more laws. They said, ah, we're descended for prisoners. What we need is a million laws. I, I wish we went to the Swedish design where the fucking idea of legislation is based on some reason. As opposed to just going, turn around and go, yeah, we'll just fucking make everything illegal. You know, hey, it makes it easy to fucking, um, for, for them to prosecute, it makes it easy for them to follow. You just make everything fucking illegal. So they just go, oh, what are you doing? You're doing something wrong. That's all right. Fine. I can pick you up. Bastards. Here's what it is. Funnily enough, though, right? I don't actually descend from criminals. Even though I've been in Australia, I don't descend from criminals. Are you a descendant of jailers? Is that the other option? No. So, so we're actually one of the first free settlers, apparently, in my family lot. Um, which means we chose to come and get fucked up. So, you know, I don't know which is worse. So. We picked it. All right. Uh, I would pick Australia as a place to, you know, colonize if I, uh, you know, had a really Introducing black coffee to them. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah. great How do they even make it? I don't understand. How do you make it so you can't have it black? Most of us don't drink fucking black coffee over there. I know. It was You're driving him insane. <laughs> what are you, right. fucking sissies? <laughs> you can't drink black coffee? Me and Keith are dying over here. I'm, I'm, literally, I'm, I'm literally drinking a milky coffee right now. So. See? Flat white. I'm like, flat what the white. fuck is a flat white? I just I want fucking coffee. coffee. See that machine over there? Take the coffee out of that. Don't put no milk. Just put the. There were no, literally no options on the cappuccino machine to make uh, him black coffee. And he had it's, called a long, it's called a long black. Ah, see, we just didn't know what the, the language. You've been holding <laughs> a long black. That's what it's called. So you can have an espresso, which is a little one. Right. So we could nickname Eric the espresso. I'm espresso. Owen is the long black. Okay. Right with this. It makes no damn sense. I'm the palest person you've ever met, but all right, go on. I don't know. referring to size, the fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> I withdraw my grievance. Now I have a new grievance. I don't understand why you hadn't filled me in with that since I complained for fucking three years about fucking, fucking black coffee. Scott's ordering it. He's like, fucking He's like, moron. Uh-huh, I'm going <laughs> It's not hard. Ask for an espresso. Or just yes, ask for yes, a black. Yes, They'll yes, go, okay, fair enough. I, I said, just don't put anything in it. Just black. Just black coffee. That, that's it. This was like a 15-minute ordeal. The the first, you know, first and all one for Keith, he just was totally blown away by the situation and just looked at me and said, what? what did she say? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when we went to Hungry Shack. 
he ordered the sandwich and he's like, I'll have some lettuce. And then they made him a grilled cheese with lettuce. And he goes, Why? <laughs> a a grilled like, cheese with lettuce. <laughs> we were, when I've we were by. When we were at Cahill's Crossing, I ordered an iced coffee, and they literally gave me a milkshake. I'm like, what the <laughs> ice cream chunks over ice cream? Yeah, oh, dear, oh dear. But have you ever tried a right? decent cup of tea in America, though? I, no, we've never actually drink tea. tea. I don't know what tea is, Nipper. They do not. They no. serve you up. It's normally Lipton's yellow label bullshit that nobody that actually drinks tea would ever drink. In and a fucking tea it. bag, no doubt, as well. A fucking in, in a tea bag, in a glass. All of this is wrong. I don't. I, I don't follow. Yeah, yeah. and the fuck. Have you noticed too? Right, whenever you ask, ask for a tea, it's cold. Yeah, they give they you a cold fucking tea. Water. Like some child has cried on it instead of actually baking it with hot <laughs> <the> water. Ridiculous. <laughs> fucking mate, it's filled with the, it's filled with the tears of fucking people that are asking for a cup of tea. That's exactly. what it's all about. Exactly. So, so here's my question: How do you make a cup of tea? Like, what do you yeah, do? Is that important? Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say here what how to make a cup of tea, and then Nip is gonna say I'm completely wrong. Oh, right? I, so I, how I, how I make a cup of tea is I get four fucking good size fucking teaspoons, put it into the teapot, boiling water, and you leave it sit for about three minutes. Give it a bit of a stir. And then you pour it into a warm cup or a warm mug, all right? Because you don't want the fucking mug to chill it down either, right? And then you sip it as it's fucking piping hot. And it should almost want to blister your fucking lips. And you sit down and go, this is fucking delicious. And if you don't, you're a fucking pussy. You know what? <laughs> I've you're actually fucked. got an erection. That was mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% spot on. Take note, people. That's how you make tea. Oh, that's great. Right, yeah. The the, Austro- the other Australian version of it is, right, and right. I've got a billy around, is you do it over a campfire, right, right. and you put eight spoons of tea into it, right? right. Mm. One teaspoon of sugar, eight teaspoons of tea, right, onto the fucking, onto the fire, and you leave it sit onto the fire, and then you take it off, and you've got to use a fucking tea towel to hold the bottom of it, and you pour it into a cup, and you can leave it sit on the fire the whole time. It's fucking fantastic. So it's just boiling away nice and low, and you just keep drinking, and you're just like, this is fucking manna from heaven. It's exactly how you should have a cup of tea. If I was in and the it's got more, And it's got more caffeine in it than coffee as well, so it keeps you fucking going. Hell yeah. Right. If I was in the outback in a fire, and you were making me tea, I would not drink coffee for the rest of my life. <laughs> I would switch water. Bold-faced lion. I do. <laughs> so the, the other thing too that you have with it is you actually have damper. Damper is fucking the best as well. Damper is like a fucking bread, and you have golden syrup and a little bit of butter. Out of that, syrup. wrap it up. It's like um, What's it's a bit syrup? like maple syrup, but it's so much better. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> bit of butter that cook that up in the fire. Hot damper, cup of tea, fucking million star hotel, mate. You can't get any better than that. That's right. Wow. Now I'm going to air a grievance that I'm not doing that right now, actually. That's <laughs> fucked up. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Look, Nipper's sipping tea, too. Oh, I am sipping tea. Look at these two. Properly. 
I, have to, I, I, I got I so much wrong. to learn. Apparently, me and Nipper are like fucking twins separated at birth or something like that on the yeah. opposite side of the globe. The thing is, though, is I've got all the fat, skinny fucker. Train <laughs> <laughs> hard, fight easy. Hey, oh, my one bicep's bigger than your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, fun and games. Oh, it's all good. All good. <sighs> I did enjoy your uh, your uh, Pingle podcast, but I got. Oh yeah, yeah. I do that have was a. The... Oh, because I didn't swear the whole time. Yeah, the whole time he comes <laughs> yeah. on our show. He's like, "Fuck this, fuck that, motherfucking cock, blah blah blah." All the kids are like, "What the hell are we listening There's to?" Street up in this bitch. I mean, we're just trying. Show. He's like, "Oh well, I got to be all proper and mature, and you know, can't say no." no. Crap. <laughs> I no see so what it is. What you got to understand is, I go into show mode, right? Uh, so if I'm talking to a bunch of kids, I can't be swearing every five minutes and all the rest of it. Whereas here, I'm talking. I'm more natural, so I am one of them. I like the natural Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it depends how fired up I get, you know. Oh, yeah. like I got pretty, I got pretty fired up the other week on that snakes and stogies when I was talking about that fuck bar check. So, you know. <laughs> oh Jesus, what happened there? I missed that episode. Yeah. Apparently, oh, you, you, didn't, you, you didn't hear about that shit with Terry. No. no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He told me yeah. ghost. Yeah, he's like, no, you're not coming in. You agree with that? Yeah, right? pretty much. And then someone was saying that, you know that. Terry didn't do the right thing because fucking, you know, he he actually had some balls about himself and didn't want to sell out. Good on him. Yeah. I like uh, Terry. He's a good guy. Yeah. No, he's I did guy. that Pingle podcast, Scott. The one uh, the one disappointing bit was that they yada yada you getting 30 centimeters of bowel removed. <laughs> didn't like, oh, that's going to Again, you know, Grievance one for me, mine isn't a list. We'll just hop around as it as it comes up. But is if on a podcast someone says something horrific or appalling, like Mark O'Shea on people uh, die. I love this one. Yeah, coming on there, and he mentions that people on multiple expeditions of his have died, and the, the hosts were just like, "Yeah, that's fine. We'll move on." Like, no. No, we. That's a stop point. We need to go by. Oh, care to elaborate on that, Mark? Uh, in the same way, Scott. Really? Oh, you failed to drink a little bit of water, and you got you know a third of meter bowel pulled out. Uh, I think you got it. Yeah, well, that, buddy. That's cool. Yeah, Next. Well, what, do you, what do you want to know? Do you want to know the actual story? Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> so I was up at. I was doing snake training courses up at Mount Isa, and so before. I was actually set to actually do the training courses. We nipped up a place called Lawn Hill. Um, Lawn Hill's about 350k northwest of Mount Isa. Beautiful spot. Um, I didn't drink anywhere near enough water. I, I drank three litres of water, but I was also drinking a of fucking soft drink too, like a muppet. And I didn't think too much of it. Anyway, a couple of, couple of days later, I realised I hadn't taken a shit. Didn't think anything of that. I was too busy chasing snakes and training people up, catching catching venomous stuff. Get back to Brizzy a week later, and I wake up with this horrendous pain in my gut. And I go into the hospital thinking, oh, yeah, all it is is kidney stones. I've had kidney stones before. And um, it wasn't kidney stones. It was uh, 
and it is a susception of the bow. So what that is is basically where the bow telescopes over itself, and uh-huh. between the two folds of tissue, the bow died. Um, and so they they did a radiograph, they did an ultrasound, nothing was there. They go, oh, we're going to have to go in. And I said, well, he goes, oh, do you mind if we go in and if there's something bad, we're going to have to take it out? Do you give consent? And I said, well, you're the fucking quack, mate. You, you make the call when you're in there. <laughs> you work it out. At the end of the day, I don't want to go back under. You, got to fucking it out. you just do it. <laughs> you still don't drink water. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So anyway, so I'm sitting there and I was like, all right. And I remember looking down at my gut and looking down thinking there's only going to be like a four-inch fucking cut or something. 14 inches of fucking cut later, big zigzag halfway through me belly button, the fucking bastards. They're stapled back together, right? That sucked ass. Anyway, so I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm, I'm in a hell of a lot of pain and all the rest of it. So my wife has gone and dragged Cogger and three or four other books off the fucking shelf, right, <laughs> carried them up through the fucking hospital, tried to find me and all the rest of it. So she's lugging these books around. I'm half doped out on fucking morphine and all the rest of it. She's turned up and I've said, I don't, I'm in a kind of a mood. I don't want those books. You can just take them home. I think she wanted to smother me at that point. Um, (laughs) And who could blame her? So now, every time I'm going anywhere, have you drunk water? Have you got water? Yeah, fair enough. That's a fair call. Um, And, you know, I turn around and not only is it my friends that are asking me, have I got water? Because she's got them all running scared. <laughs> I, I I can yeah I can I can see that she, she'll turn around and she'll ring people and go and I'll have people randomly come up to me at a, on a fucking when I'm out herp and going you got water you got water some random dude on the trail <laughs> yeah, you got water who the hell are oh, you no, no, it's people it's people I got away with but they'll ask if I've actually got fucking water because Ty's already told them to make yeah. sure are you drinking fucking water <laughs> not fucking soft drink drink more water right and you know what fair enough. Yeah, absolutely fair enough. Because as much as I would like to say that I'm a good patient and all the rest of it, I was an asshole. I was a bastard. <laughs> I didn't mean to be. It was a. It was genuinely that I wasn't trying to be a bastard, but I was a bastard, and I really do apologise to her, and I've apologised so many times. And people go, "Have you ever got a regret in life?" And that's my one, my one regret being rude to my wife at that point in time when all she was trying to do was give me her books in the fucking hospital. It was pretty. It was pretty rough. So yeah. So essentially, drink more water. Don't get an infected, be- a, a blocked up bowel, and you'll feel a hundred percent better. <laughs> the more you. Know. What, else, what else do you want to know? What other grievances? What, what other horrible things do you want to talk about? <laughs> Almost broke my leg falling down a waterfall. What the hell were you doing out of the water? No wait. I was out hoping. Uh, yeah, I. I, I hey, figured so it yeah, yeah. See, you guys talked about that one more on the show than you did the bowel. That was the part that threw, that threw, that threw me off. Yeah. So, oh, look, it is what it is. Uh, what, what, what can you say? None. You know, it, it'd be like how if I went after the Owen Pelly Python, I'd fall and there'd be two hobbits and a Keith trying to get my dead Marty down the mountain. You know, it, I've got to get you to Cahill's Crossing. 
<laughs> yeah, I would, yeah, I would, man. yeah, I would do that. And it might be a good video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't cut away no matter what happens. <laughs> TikTok gets all the likes. If I regain consciousness, just keep going. Oh, I think I, I don't know, Keith. Do you have grievances? Are you? Do you yeah, have any grievances? My my only grievances. I can't get eggs out of that black fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> trying all I can, man. <laughs> no, no, Keith, no, don't do this. <laughs> don't don't go down this road. <laughs> That's my biggest grievance. Hey, this year sucked. Let's face it, but we've all been in it together. Yeah. There hasn't been one person called out. It's all of us. So the only grievance I really can can say it's been haunting me for the last seven years is getting eggs from that black fucking snake. <laughs> you added you added a ton of animals since we got yeah. back from Australia, dude. Like you you jumped back into jungle carpets. When was the last time you had a jungle carpet as opposed to the Dilatons? Probably ninety two was the last year I had. So you got back in the Morelia. You picked up Buskis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> got rainbow boas. Got all kinds of new stuff. Yeah, dude. And it's just. Uh, um, but, the, but the bull and I and the emeralds are probably the two things that I just try every year, you know, and everything else is just for fun. I do so, have another grievance. You know what the grievance yeah. I have? Yeah. Is when somebody really new gets into a species and they go on to a group. And basically just has to be spoon-fed everything about that species in, like, three posts from three people. You know what I mean? My, my favorite that is... That happens all the time with fucking venomous cases. I like. Oh, my God. It drives me nuts. There's no passion there. There's no nothing. It's just they went to a show. They picked up an animal. Now tell me how to keep it. That drives me nuts. Yeah, I'm with but you that's like that's like 101 beginner fucking crocodilian and beginner fucking venomous. They fucking hand them out and no one knows what to do with the fucking things. They jump on a forum and go, "Oh, I've got myself a gaboon, or I've got myself a copper, or I've got myself a gator. How the fuck do I look after it?" Maybe you should have thought about that before you brought the fucking thing home. Yeah, I, I do have it. Is I do have my a gotta I got to jump in here since we're talking venomous. What the yeah. hell is with all the people with the YouTube shit? Like all of a sudden, the people yes. that like we've yes. deemed to be, you know, uh, uh, what's the word, um, unprofessional, uh, you know, not uh, putting it in a good spotlight of venomous, and then all these, you know, like YouTube stars decide, oh, we're gonna put him on our channel. What the fuck? <laughs> Unleash your anger. Do it. Like, no. I mean, am I, am I wrong? Like, no, keep going. Highlighting the people. It's just like Scott said. He said it. I see. He said it in some. I don't know if he said it in the chat or in a video or whatever. But like keeping venomous is boring, right? It's boring if you do it the right way. Yeah. But then like you have all these people. Oh, I gotta hold my cobra up like this. What the? F- Come on, man. Like get the- ah ah. Graham, Graham has been on a tear with that today on be, Facebook. But- I don't know if you guys seen his post, but he's been on a tear. No. Because, you know, no matter how well you know Sorry. the animal, I think I I- my entire life, and I get bit, and I bleed, and we move on with our lives. That's something you can't. If you get bit by a venomous, more shit will happen. Like it's not easy. So, so, so Ty and I literally last night we had a clutch of Thai pants hatch out. Yeah, and so yes. you're opening. Awesome. So you open up the box, right? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's all well and good opening up a clutch of 
a clutch of eggs when it's a clutch of typhons typh- or whatever, right? You think about the times when you open up the box and you just have fucking pythons go everywhere yeah. all over the sides, right? Okay, so imagine that with taipans, oh. right? <laughs> so what do we do, right? So the reason we have the room set up the way we have the room set up, so if a snake happens to go onto the floor, it doesn't really fucking matter, yeah. all right? But what do we do? So Ty can look after and work with these snakes as well as I am. So Ty's sitting there with two hooks. I'm sitting there with two hooks. We've got two bins, right, and we're hooking the snakes out and putting them in the bins individually so we can get them into a container that's high enough so if the snakes come out, it doesn't really matter, right? But it's all about being professional. Now, we could have filmed that and all the rest of it, but then we start concentrating on what's going on in the fucking background instead of concentrating on the job at hand, which happens to be moving some of the most dangerous snakes in the fucking world. So rather than playing that for people on a fucking YouTube video or something like that, you do things the right way. It's not fucking hard. Right. That's a difference. But but, but you know what? It's boring, though, and that's the thing. Because you're you're not actually going to make it look more exciting than it should be or make it look or whatever, people have an issue with it because people don't want to shit watch stuff that's boring. And I get that. That's fine. I understand don't don't watch stuff that's boring. But then... Don't just get snakes out for the sake of it and get wanker photos holding them and, and all the rest of it. It is what it is. So, you know. Um, now, I'm going to have to love you and leave you, I think. But uh, my phone's about to die and I need to leave work. So, oh, yeah, you should probably go home, Nipper. I should probably go home as it's <laughs> one o'clock should. in the morning. Uh, I just want to say a genuine huge, huge thanks to both of you and Rob for quality podcasts. Uh, Are you referring to me then as well? No, no. 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 Do you want me to mute him, Nipper? Oh, thank, 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 thanks. Thanks. I have the controls. You know, you do keep us company when we're driving to and from work. You keep us company when we're cleaning up snake shits. And uh, <laughs> genuine thanks for that. So, uh I shall wish you all happy holidays. I shall hopefully see you all in America soon. Hopefully. That will be amazing. And uh, have a splendid evening for the rest of the podcast. I shall catch you all later. Good thanks, uh, have, a good, have a good Chrissy, mate. Oh, and, and you. See you later. Cheers. See ya. I'll say you're welcome on Rob's behalf. Wait a minute. Hey, you're not Rob. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I am, I am crashing because I have a list. A list no. of oh man, a list, and I knew, I knew Rob was like, "Well, I gotta wait for the right time. I gotta wait for the right time." And I was like, "No, you're waiting until the Kill podcast Rob. is over." <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, we didn't fit you in, so I'm crashing, gate crashing." Okay. Right. Sorry, guys. Okay, no. grievance number one uh, is for Robert. He spends more time on your anniversary show than he does on our anniversary. We have a gift that's been sitting for two years now, two years that he just has to finish it. It's going to take him like maybe a couple hours. And I like come in and he's like making dinner and I'm asking him things. And he's like, hold on, hold on. I'm getting clips for the anniversary show. I'm like, didn't you just do that? He's like, well, this is a new clip show. And I'm like, "Like, it takes a month to prepare for this. I'm like, "Mm, okay. So that's first grievance. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay, second grievance is Owen, you have infiltrated my vocabulary. I now say things like oh no, it's okay. I now say things like quiet you. And uh, I think we all do, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I know. 
for all of uh for all of Owen's non-existent shortcomings um, that we like to make fun of, that like don't exist. I, I tell you, um, you are a very catchy individual. Damn right. All right. Uh, let's see. Make sure she knows. Yes. Oh, oh, oh! I do have another uh, a counter grievance. Is what I said. Uh, the reptile. Oh, yes, reptile apparel industry. Um, so this is a counter grievance to Owen not liking the snakes with the hats. I yes, feel I like this is an untouched area of reptile apparel. Like there is a demand out there that I think you guys could really like sneak into and have some like NPR design clothing just for reptiles. No, 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 no. Mini monitor hoodies? Yeah. No, that is no. <laughs> Never. No, 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 no. Never will I approve this. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Last one. Um, I am establishing myself self-proclaimed official safety officer for NPR. Nice. Because every time you come. You and Teresa have kept me alive several times. So it's, you know, I, I, I don't rely on Rob and Eric. I rely on their wives. Yes. To keep me <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Rob just said in conjunction with Teresa. And you're right. Like when you guys are in Australia and Keith is there, Teresa wins. I, I had expected that if I fell down, Keith would start pulling out like a gurney that Teresa packed that he would start assembling for me to take us down. So it's, you know, it's right. good. Oh, that's great. Right. It's true. Um, however, the um, the only caveat is I will not be responsible for stupid behavior. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I'm not liable. I'm just like there to pack first aid kits and remind you to drink water. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I felt like a shot. <laughs> we did. We got in the door. To like drink water, because I'm not dealing with your sick asses if you have altitude. All right, God, I'll, I'll drink the water. That is fair. Right, I did that when you were yeah. here. First thing she ever said to me: drink water. All right, God. Wait, Owen. I, I have. Is that the cage that the retake broke out of? One of them. <laughs> The right, Timors are in that cage, oh, but the retakes are over there. They're all pretty much the same, but yes. Um, I am sorry that Rob spends more time on our anniversary than your anniversary, but you gotta, you gotta up your game, Rob. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You want me to help you out? I, I, I don't. I, uh, we can make ideas. We can have a whole episode on what to do. I mean, no, we'll I cross that, no. yeah, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> Rob's like, shut the hell up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Do any of you guys get freaked out that Lucas looks like he's on Owen's body? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? And Rob is on Eric's body? Go back to the screen. What medication do they have one? Like (laughs) I I don't Um, understand. (laughs) With the box looking at Lucas, I'm like, what is going on with him? Oh (laughs) on the background picture. Yeah. Oh, now I got it. Oh man! There we go. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of looks weird. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should switch to the black. Excellent observation, sir. (laughs) We can, uh, you know, I've. um, I didn't even do this. What? 
stop playing with buttons. Like you, just, uh, you know, I love buttons. I know. It's, we're getting back into that realm of how's that? That's better. There we go. I don't know why we're doing leaves, but anyway. Um, did Lucas give us our grievances? He did his, not. I, he's I up not yet. yet. He's yeah, doing, yeah. He's the, the new uh, NPR network, uh, you know, guy. Intern. Uh, yeah, he has a whole. Hello, bunch of my name is Lucas. I'm 12. Good. <laughs> Good start. They Much let me sit at the big boy more, table this and you're year. You're so more mature than Owen. <laughs> and I say water correctly. Well, oh, man. You're winning all around, bro. You know, uh, my list. My list is short. Mm-hmm. For one, I have the one that I messaged you guys right before the show began. Grievous number one, FedEx. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. The fact that COVID has just absolutely ruined the shipping apparatus of the country, I got to give a little bit of slack. But today they delivered my incubator uh, four days earlier than they told me they would without notice, and they left it on the street, (laughs) on the curb, on the street. Didn't knock on the door, didn't ring the doorbell. I didn't even know it was there. And uh, I would not have seen it unless I had to take the dog out. Uh, so almost, uh, almost lost an expensive incubator. So that's grievance number one, uh, grievance number two, and much more relevant. I've been thinking about this and, and I was, I was kind of going back and forth on whether I even wanted to, to go there. Um, it, because I don't want, what's that? Wait. Yes. Good Anakin. Okay. So I've noticed something in our reptile hobby and I don't want anybody to think that I am uh, telling people what they should or should not do. It's simply an observation. And that is that we tend to monetize and incentivize, whether intentionally or not, our own demise. And what I mean by that is in a weird, twisted, slightly ironic way, uh, we have somehow become so detached, in my view, that we literally place the highest value monetary value on who can create the most broken animal and market forces in, in our little hobby here demand in a lot of cases, the highest price tag for the most inbred mutated fucked up creatures. Whereas AKA Jags. What's that? AKA Jags. Yes. Whereas genetically healthy, or at least as healthy as we can be, wild type animals are worth jack shit. And people talk about feeding them off to uh, Kribo, you know? And I feel like that mindset is is hurling us towards uh, a bad place with worsening inbreeding depression and loss of entire species in the hobby. And when we were talking a little bit earlier about the venomous trend on YouTube, I feel like that's exactly the same thing. It's monetizing and incentivizing being irresponsible with potentially deadly creatures. Uh, and that's, that's also self-destructive because an accident is inevitable. Um, you know, unfortunately, even people with the most training would tell you that, that is the case. Uh, and when that inevitably does happen to one of these people with millions of people, you know, watching their content, that looks really bad for all of us. And good it, luck it educating works. the public and um, the legislators that our pythons are, are different than, uh, than whatever yeah. ends up getting the bite. So there you go. Can I jump in, can I jump in for a second on that? Certainly. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. 
two two issues with what you said there. Um, issue number one in regards to inbreeding depression, uh, you cannot use the inbreeding depression that we know from mammalian or birds. It does not correspond to reptiles. It's completely different. So um, the the typical understanding of what people have in regards to inbreeding depression and outcrossing and stuff like that in regards to reptiles is completely different. Um, a lot of people have a issues with inbreeding and breeding brother to sister and things like that. Um, yes, at times it's not best practice, but it's certainly not as uh, severe as what other people make out as well. Uh, in regards to venomous keeping and the assumption that people are automatically going to have an accident, I know half a dozen venomous keepers that I can think of that have got multiple, multi-decades of experience working with venomous, and they have never been bitten. Oh, just to clarify, so, I'm, so I'm it not is, talking so it about is not, it's, it's not to say that they are automatically going to make, uh, that they're going to have an accident, the results in a bite or anything like that. Um, Certainly. I, sure, 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 people will make mistakes and and place themselves at risk inadvertently, but that's not to say that each just because you keep venomous, it's only a matter of time before you have an accident. No, that's and, not, and I all. do want to clarify that that's not at all what I mean. Responsible venomous keepers are not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the free handlers on YouTube that tend to take Risk, unnecessary risk. Unnecessary risk uh, yeah. for the sake of a thumbnail or, or a clickbait title. Yeah, I, I think I think to a point, though, also, too, even with regards to free handling, and I'll, I'll probably stir a few people up here on this as well, is that Here we go. holding a three-foot-long hook with a 14-foot king cobra <laughs> is not necessarily going to be... Is not necessarily going to be classed as doing it safely either. Okay, so you can hook and tail a a large king, and you are then working with that animal, whether you're working with it with a hook or without a hook is is sort of debatable. As soon as somebody's got a hook in the hand, apparently they're doing it safely, and that's not necessarily the case either. So, so my question for you, and, and fair enough, absolutely, I, I hear you. Uh, my question for you would be, do you believe that there are prominent figures on YouTube, people that have large followings that are doing a disservice and are doing things in a way that they shouldn't. Hundred percent, but that's not restricted to the venomous community. Yeah, good point. Good point. Absolutely. That's that's restricted. That's not restricted to any animal keeping entity. Or, or you could make that argument about people cutting eggs because they want to see what's inside eggs. Sure. I guess that I just feel like the stakes are higher for those individuals in the venomous community. But I understand your point, and, and I, I do hear what you're saying. I think the other side of it, and, and look, I, I don't know anything about you and how much experience the venomous you've got, um, but quite often I hear people in the reptile community talk about how venomous keeping should be and how venomous keeping is and all the rest of it. And for a lot of the time, a lot of those people have very little experience actually working with venomous signs. And yeah. they're, they're sitting from the outside saying, well, you should handle them like this and you should do it like this. Well, fuck, have you actually ever worked with any of these? Have you ever worked with a venomous snake? Have you worked with a venomous snake in a private position as opposed to in a zoo or anything like that? Have you worked with them in a zoo? Have you trained people with them? Because until you've actually sort of walked a mile in those people's shoes, it's a little bit hard to to understand the nuances of, of working with those taxon. That's not to say that people can't look at something on paper and, and understand that, you know, this is a, an unsafe act. 
at the same time, it's a lot of the cases that is it's theory based for a lot of people until you actually do it. It's still all theoretical. And as we all know, we've all done things where, you know, I can teach you how to drive a car via a book. That's not driving a car. You know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and point taken, I don't have any experience, so I'll give you that one. On a much less serious note, I'd like to point out that Lucas has clearly been infected like my wife with Owenisms where he's using the inappropriate singular. He referred to Kribo when clearly referring to multiple Kribos. Damn you, Owen. I have to catch a python. You know, oh, I've got, oh, did you see all those cobra? Like, this is all your fault, Owen McIntyre. I have just received it. Well, fair. Hey, Scott, seriously, I do appreciate that perspective. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I hear you. So now that we've sort of, I know Rob has grievances that are going to float around from here to there as we go through, but um, let's, 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 let's focus on something a little bit positive. What was the highlight of 2020? For me, it was Harp in West Texas, right? Um, yeah. Come on. I mean, I've 100%. heard people talk about West Texas forever. Um, it was nothing like I imagined. It was a thousand times better than I ever could possibly think to see, you know, a Western Diamondback in the wild, um, was, it was a, a very famous spot for seeing reptiles generally. Yeah. Yeah. A historic spot. Yeah. It was with a bunch of awesome guys, uh, had a great time, you know? Um, so that was the highlight of my 2020. Um, and also we went to the Pine Barrens, um, saw a ton of toads <laughs> yeah that spot this summer we're gonna have to hit that again and i think we'll do really well there that's definitely a, that's a yeah. prom- very promising spot and i delivered rob one copperhead and one timber rattlesnake. we got two snakes but it was the promised snakes yes and we also on that same trip we got to go up to see keith which is right around the corner from him yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's ten minutes as the crow flies. But we got to go and see a rattlesnake den, which was amazing. Um very physical. <laughs> very, very, yeah. very physical. But I taught you the trick, Eric. I oh yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. And like you're looking for something when you run out of breath and uh, <laughs> nobody will think the wiser, right? <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yes. And I'm then we got this amazing here. collection, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was, uh, I, guess, I guess my highlight this year was uh, for herping, being that we were in lockdown, was uh, with Teresa after going with you guys and seeing that den area. One of the areas that we always hike, um, I kept my eye out looking for similar terrain. And mm-hmm. um, sure enough, we found this one area that looked very promising for for timbers. And I walked through it. I didn't see anything that night. But about a week later, Teresa and I were walking through. And I'm going down the trail ahead of her. And she goes, Keith, stop. I'm like death anymore you know and <laughs> i'm thinking there's a black bear because we see black bear up there all the time with cubs and all and she's warning me to stop because i'm walking up on a bear so i freeze and she goes i can't believe you don't hear that and i go hear what she goes look to your left i looked to my left and like three feet away was this like five foot timber rattlesnake 
it's just casually crawling along, but it was giving me a rattle, let me know it's there. Here I I would have walked right by that had Teresa not heard it and pointed it out. And that was just an awesome experience to see that snake right there, that close, and yet so confident in itself, just saying, hey, I'm here. Don't step on me. You know, it was very cool. That's cool. 100%. Awesome. What about you, Owen? What's your uh, highlight of 2020? Uh, Highlight of 2020 was getting the olives. Getting the baby gave baby olives. That was the first time for that species. Um, and uh, also getting the rough scale eggs. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> even, and getting the rough scale eggs, even though that didn't really pan out. I, I you got still, the egg. You didn't get baby. The right but um, so yeah, getting the olive eggs was definitely cool because you know a big, I, I was a big fan on how you free range your retics. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to one retake. <laughs> one. Thank God. Nice. Jeez. Um, but the uh, yeah, so I was definitely like, you know, we've seen carpets hatch out of here a million times. So this year, stuff that I've never hatched out before, uh, the olives and the rhinos was just something cool too. So that was the highlight of 2020. Cool. You did good getting them started too, Owen. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, I have a every all the rhinos are eating now. At least eating live fish, which was I, just. I heard you know. I heard you know a guy that knows something about rhinos. I know. I know a guy. Yeah, you I text him all the time. Introduce him to name. They're doing well. You're doing well, grasshopper. But you don't need to tell me every time to eat. Like yeah, so. <laughs> You're excited, uh, Owen. Don't let them be nasty to you. Screw. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> Me so pack of bastards. Be nice, yeah. Owen. He's the young you. guy. Be nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Owen. But I am proud of you that you did. this crap. Here's the one thing, though. You know, you hatched out all the pythons, which is great, but we didn't find them in the uh, in the wild, right? No. So we have to go back. Yes. Pick it off the list. Yeah. Yep. Oh damn I mean, it! We have to go back. We came so close. Now we know to get a long black too, Eric. Nancy, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right, that'll you'll fucking find heaps of olives everywhere. <laughs> awesome monitors there. Peronis, stimmies, yeah. children. Well, they told us the door at road stuff. was the road of all roads of all olive pythons, and all we found was kangaroos, wombats, and dingoes. I don't know. The wombat, they're very different animals. That? What's that? What'd you say? Fucking wombat. There's no what there's no wombats in the fucking northern territory. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm sorry. Where'd you say to go, Scott? I didn't hear you. Oh, uh, that's I... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Write it down. Clean up. Yeah. It's all right. So what do you is fucking great? Lucas, you're next on the I'm just going in, in order here. You're next. What do you what are you uh you know, what was the highlight of your 2020? Highlight of my 2020 was probably Actually, recently, like a week or two ago, when I drove up and and uh, saw Riley, and got to drop off my my male blackhead uh, to uh, get put together with two really beautiful females up there, I got to see my first bull and I and uh, check that out, along with a bunch of other really cool stuff that I'd never seen before. So that was a really special day. And uh, yesterday, we actually we got locks from the the blackhead pair, the first pair. Nice. So good stuff happening. Yeah, it's got to be that. Nice. Okay. What about you, Rob? 
the highlight? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I suppose the, yeah, I'm like you, you got to take the thankful point of view with all this stuff. And certainly the West Texas trip, I'm with you in terms of herping that, that was great. And it was great going with Justin, you know, Justin's an awesome dude and look forward to herping with him again. And uh, hopefully in Australia, you know, we'll We'll see. I'm hopeful on this vaccine passport kind of concept, but uh, maybe late fall of this coming year. Maybe that can 2022, be 2022, I reckon. Yeah, you think so? So, I mean, and, and if that's the case, it's like, well, try and hit the Kimberly on that front end, you know, late May, early June, and then try and do a fall one too, go back to Cairns and get a better idea and get up to FNQ and find a green python and all that stuff. So already, already are processing through it, man. You know, that's, like that's the trouble. So many great spots. Yeah. But next year, West Texas again, Arizona, Baja, you know, maybe in like if, oh. if Australia is off, you know, for October or November. I think, I think the Scott, the, the spot that Scott wants to go to is probably Arizona because of the rattlesnakes. And I think you said about Gila monsters. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. You know, on his list. So I'm excited yeah, to go so- there. I think that was yeah, for the cool. August, August, September yeah. one. Yeah. hundred percent. So Chris Allen seems to do real well with Gillas in Utah. That's what Justin said. Yeah. yeah. He, he's pretty good at, uh, he's got some pretty good spots there. Hit that yeah. up too. I think in our travels. I kind of yeah. just want to do more. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to do the timbers and the copperheads again. Um, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And then, uh, hell I'd even do wetsuits and go after hellbenders. <laughs> yeah. Dennis McNamara is the guy for those. Nice. We know Dennis. He might yeah. <laughs> talk to us. We've met. Yeah. The, uh, so I, we, I think we're going to do that one yeah. on that June, July. So that, yeah, I mean, that's super, that's going to be super fun. I want to go back to the Pine Barren spot and the other, other stuff, you know, whatever you guys want to do. So, yeah. yeah, man. Just find some, some reptiles. I'm, I'm good. 100%. I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> Herping stuff, you know. I do, I do, I must say that I do have a new appreciation for American herps, right? You know, I think, I think you alluded to this, Scott, and we'll get you what you're happy about in a second, but I think you alluded to this, Scott, when you were on um, the Pingle podcast, is that you were talking about how, like, you know, when you're here in the US, you want to go to places that are not the US, but when you're outside the US, everybody seems to want to come to the US. I mean, Nipper's always yelling at me about, how like, you know, what are you doing? Why do you care about Australia and this and that and all this shit? Why you mean you got such beautiful snakes right in your backyard? What are you doing? You know, I don't know. I want yeah, you want looks, what you can't have, you know. But <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, isn't it? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys have got some pretty amazing stuff. I mean, we obviously we've caved. We were meant to be coming over to the US in uh, end of April, start of May, and. You know, we were super excited about coming over. We we're both going to get to um, to go and find rattlesnakes and stuff like that. And Ty's mad about rattlesnakes, so she really wanted to see them. It was going to be our tenth wedding anniversary and um, uh, my fortieth birthday, and all sorts of things were going to happen while we were in the US. So we were really looking forward to it. But COVID, fuck that. Um, but at the same time, you know, spoke about what we're thankful for. Well. You know, finances have allowed us now to to save up for a bigger and better trip when we when we eventually get to go over to the states. So we're going to get to do a few other things that we wanted to do. Um, but to be honest, what I'm what am I thankful for? Yeah. And as much as this sounds, ten years with my wife is pretty fucking awesome. So, um, 
yeah, you know, we can have a joke about stuff and all the rest of it, but at the end of the day, you know, family is the most important thing, and you know, Absolutely. I'm I'm most thankful for for having ten fantastic years with my wife, and looking forward to at least another ten ten more. You know, we've we've done another book together, which is the Lizards of Australia, which will be out next year. So, um, you know, it's funny I, I see those books on the shelves, and that's something that we've done together, and it's something that's immortalised, which is which is brilliant. And you know, you know, that, I suppose for me, that's what I'm thankful for. You know, you you look at that and you you see a book on someone's shelf, and you're like, oh, that's my book there. That's pretty cool. And you know, the fact that I've done it with my wife, that's even better. So yeah, that's awesome, that. man. I put my order in today, Scott. I saw that, Keith. Thanks very much, mate. So, yeah. I think, yeah. I think you know, Owen, you'll be there at some point. And, Riley's uh, here. Hey, hey Mr. Here. Everybody How are you? you? Hello, hello. He has I been think, freed. Uh, I think between me yep. and Rob and Keith and Owen, yep. we're pretty lucky, and Scott, that we have spouses that put up with our yes. obsession. <laughs> Absolutely. Passion. <laughs> Uh, you know, nonstop talking about reptiles. You know, I mean, I, I find myself pretty lucky too. You know, and in my case, telling me to drink more water as well. <laughs> I have my own version. My roommate Tim, he does all those things. Oh, really? There you go. <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. Thank you, Tim. Including buying him a ring. No oh. rings for Tim. Nope. <laughs> Riley. You're joining us here all fresh and dapper. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, before we get into it, guys, sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to cut it short. Um, yeah. Great to see you, Riley. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up hey, and have a chat at some point in time, mate. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, to, to everyone out there, mate, have a have a great 2021. Hopefully COVID's all sorted. Keith, you know COVID more than any of us. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, mate, you know, hopefully you get better soon along with Teresa. So, uh, so yeah, but uh, look forward to catching you guys in the new year and and have fun and if you can't be good, be good at it. <laughs> Take care, Scott. All right, Scott. Yeah. Scott. see you, Scott. Thanks. Bye. Cool. One what are you thankful for, Riley? What, what am I you? thankful for? Yeah. I mean, what was the uh, highlight of your 2020? Like what? What do you? What? What are you so? Make you tick. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, thoughts with Ryder. Come on. I, I have to like go back. I have to go back to like January when I got my Apodora. That was kind of a bucket list mm. uh, thing for me. It was like right before COVID hit. It was like the first weekend of January in Pomona, and uh, it was that was a pretty big moment for me getting Apodora, um, getting a baby and a male, taking the plunge on that. That was really awesome. Um, I think another really big one for me was taking a leap of faith and trusting, uh, my gut and myself and, and leaving zoos and, uh, and, and making a shift to the private sector side of things with, uh, the breeding facility and retail shop. Um, that was kind of a scary jump for me. You know, I'd been in zoos for so long and it was kind of zoos being an established entity, it kind of feels like job security. Once you're in, you're in sort of thing. And then taking a risk to, to leave that sort of security, that guaranteed paycheck and, and insurance and everything and dive into this shop that's, you know, going on its third year in a new location. And, you know, it still just seems kind of in its infancy. It was a little risky or it felt that way. And uh, it's worked out and I haven't been happier. So, 
I think those are probably my two two biggest highlights of the year. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that can be uh, starting can be a scary. podcast. Best friend Owen. I mean, I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> Several <laughs> podcasts, apparently. I'm not, I'm not hurt or anything like that. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, that, you know, I've been getting mind. a lot of compliments on that show and the format no, for people been, lately. My pronunciation sucks, but that, <laughs> that's what you have me for. This is not a new thing. We all knew this. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's hard, I'm, though. Fix me, no one could. So, yeah. <laughs> trust me. So, um, yeah, that's awesome, Riley. And that, that shop is such a such an awesome place. I'm so stoked for you to be there. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, three really rings this year because I need a mail. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're trying, we're trying. The uh, the ring python female and the male have been together, seen tons of cuddling. She's been going in and out of shed, and and I've just been leaving them dirty because they really need to be filthy. And I don't know. I think I saw swelling, but I'm not sure if if it took. And I don't know. She's there. They're still new to me. Unfortunately, Riley, you know you only can be on the show for 30 minutes because then we'll be violating the after nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time rule when you are not allowed to be speaking. You have to be responsible for your own wallet, Owen. (laughs) If you and I are talking after 9 p.m., it costs me money. All I'm saying is Mutton has Timor locality Maclots on his page available now. So No, 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 dude. First off, he posted up rough scale pythons. I'm like, I could use a pair or two. And I had to stop myself because I'm going to be breeding them myself. It's fine. No, (laughs) damn it. You know both. I do not. I have to ask this question. Yeah. Um, uh, Keith, have you bred ring pythons? I had ring pythons. I had many copulations and I got unfertile eggs. I never, I never was able to hatch any. And this brings me back to one of my grievances where people will jump on a forum and ask questions of the people on the forum. And it's like, it's like a blood Python forum and they'll ask a general question and someone like Keith will answer. And then they will argue with someone like Keith McPeak on blood pythons. And it's like, (laughs) I said, that's going to make you mad. Or, or, uh, first off, it's stupidity, number one, or it's just blatant. You don't know who he is, and yeah. you should close your fucking mouth. Like, and it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, why does that happen? Yeah, I used to I used to do Daytona, and I'd have three tables, and literally, like every square inch of those three tables was nothing but blood pythons, and somebody would come up to the table every show and tell me about their one blood python and then proceed to tell me how to, to keep blood pythons, you know? And I'm like, just look at these three tables. Uh, really like, right. These look at all these babies. Like it's like, <laughs> that's like going up to Nick mutton and telling him about how to take care of carpet pythons, you know? <laughs> uh Oh, Oh, we got Rob back. Okay. Rob left. He's back. Rob is a uh, wandering soul. He come, he goes where he's needed. <laughs> so, here's the question. Right? Moving on to the next town, the slow piano. Set. Yeah. So, what was your favorite reptile podcast? That's not our like another reptile podcast episode. What was the one that stood out to you? I'm going to go first. I think that Justin hit it out of the park on the last snakes and stogies. I, no, maybe it wasn't the last one, um, but. He did an episode on uh, on Nidovirus, and he did it with um, Travis Wyman 
And oh, I should say Dr. Wyman. I'm sorry. Dr. Travis and, uh, Wyman. First, <laughs> we'd use his Dr. Full title. And their discussion is was awesome. It was just awesome. It was really, really, really good. So if you haven't heard that, you should listen to it. I, I enjoyed that very, very much. So good job, Justin. And good job, Phil. <laughs> you get you get one NPR point. They mean nothing. <laughs> Don't listen to Owen. That was a great show. Trade them in at the gift shop for an eraser. So, Owen, <laughs> what was your favorite podcast? Look, I froze you. What was your podcast favorite podcast? He is a guest. Is my favorite for 2020 because um, who was I, it? Oh, I did the uh, the one with Jeremy and Rob. Um, oh, you don't oh, even for, know the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him hanging. Hang he always says you. Come on. Leave him hanging. What? What? Reptile talk. Yeah, what? Yeah, Riley? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, no, 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 not 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 what show you like. I'm talking I like about that one, the one that was on. No, um, the, the one that you were on. Anyone that I got to, got to go back and listen to himself. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm not on NPR, but right. um, I no, do enjoy one. listening to you on other As podcasts. You should. So, um, I do. I really do. <laughs> you witty <laughs> son of a bitch, man. You are. <laughs> You were so fucking witty, man. I gotta give it to you. I, anyway. I will point out that it was appalling, appalling that oh, no. uh, Lucas mm. didn't recognize the Simpsons reference that you had made. You know, going back to the invasive lizards and the whole sequence of oh no, it we was, just we replace. You know, we get the snakes and then we have the oh gorillas. And the gorillas. The gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you guys yeah. were like, oh my gosh, he's the most brilliant writer. Well, no, no, everything well, that is Simpsons too, reference. I also yes. saw it suggest that that was a very clear reference that it wasn't. Ah, uh, it was I threw Simpsons yeah. I wasn't a Simpsons kid. I'm sorry. You're with me. You're with me, you're me man. I'm a, I'm yeah. I don't know. They're talking. Lucas is too young for the Simpsons. Oh, I was more of a true. South Park kid. And even that, you're you're like a half generation behind. Oh, like twelve. All right. Hey, well, I can help South, it. When South it was Park out of came, my hands. When South Park came out, my buddies and I got each episode on VHS, and we had the first season all stacked up on VHS next to the TV with the bow bubble front TV that had the VCR uh, built into now, it. Now, 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 now. I had VHS. I had the big heavy TVs. I'm oh, not yeah. that young. Oh, now. Anyway. Um, Yo, embrace that being young, man, because being old just gets worse and worse and worse. I just turn even older, and I hate it. You hit 30, and you can't eat cheese or pizza without it really, really causing terrible problems. And then getting getting up from a kneeling position or something like that, if you're scrubbing cages on the bottom. You make more noise getting up the older you get. Yeah. (laughs) I got a little too fast. After scrubbing uh, uh, the bottom cage and almost like passed out. See, my brain best. is still your age, Lucas, but my body is not. <laughs> the best was when we were in Australia coming back, and and Eric looks at Rob, and he says, "These older gentlemen walk by," and he says, "That's going to be us going to Australia when we're 60. And I'm like, "Dude, I'm I am sixty. Meanwhile, Keith's climbing up mountains like a yeah, savage, like, like no problem, you know. Gorgeous mountain, and we're all taking in the scenery, and Keith's like, "You guys will spread my ashes here." I'm like, "That's kind of dark, buddy." But all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I don't know. You guys will spread my ashes here with Teresa. Okay. Yes. Uh, finding that right now. Let's do it. So. God. All right. So did we hit everybody? Did we get everybody? No. No. Not even close. My favorite episode is. My real yeah. answer is that Wait, I enjoy. I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Me. No, I. <laughs> I'm putting my, in front. I'm so front. I'm no, going to mute you. No. My, you. So my favorite, my favorite episode <laughs> hasn't happened yet. I'm sorry. I only listen to you guys. So my favorite episode, I think. It's going to be when you guys have Gavin Bedford on. How is this? <laughs> yes, I think that is going to be great. I muted Owen and he's so mad. <laughs> Look at him yell. Look at how red he's getting. <laughs> I have the power of you. All right, you're unmuted. <laughs> That's rage I have now. See, you, your thing says co-host. No, this is no, this is back like year one where I had no control and you had sound buttons. Oh, that's great. Bullshit. I can't wait to talk to Gavin. <laughs> I hope I, I we would, can nail that down. I know we've been trying, trying forever. I would um, love that. I don't know if he has technical difficulties or he's afraid of technology or whatever it is, but man, is that guy awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was just fun herping with him in uh, Australia when we went. Cause it's like, you have to take a moment. Like, cause you guys were all photographing the Darwin and then he and I kept walking and he starts talking about his research paper and all sorts of stuff. And it's like, I'm herping with Gavin, Gavin Bedford. Like, this is yeah. fucking awesome. Wait, hold on, Owen. Let's let's really yeah. take it back a second. We're herping with Gavin Bedford, yes. Heath McBeak, yes. and Rob Stone. Come yes. on, man. I, I, am, on. I, I know I'm I the dumbest. guys are on the thing here, but let's, you know, we got to give cred where cred is due. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. These are all legends in herpticulture. And hear me and you two idiots, us two Listen, idiots are like you know. You're the organ grinder, and I'm the monkey. Yeah. So <laughs> in a giant group of those kinds of people, you're still the organ grinder, and I'm still the monkey. Correct. So correct. I am oh, aware. Oh, yeah. and the girl at Croc. Uh, Don't yeah. um, you. You were famous. You got to bust out the tattoos every once in a while, and then you know everybody notices you, but. <laughs> I'm really enjoying these German beers tonight. I've been drinking cider, and it's been going away from my cup. Are you going to give a little taste of, or a reprise of the uh, the Germans who met us on top of Nerlangi? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Believe me. Yeah, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, this beer is delicious. It's nutritious too. It gives me calories, <laughs> fortified energy, falls for trip. <laughs> This was this was most of the ride after after. Oh yes, yes, and don't forget, no. Smokey the Wombat. No. No, we, uh, <laughs> come on, man! We've been, we've been uttered by multiple people that we're not allowed to do such things. Smokey, I, I heard, uh, I heard through the grapevine that Smokey the Wombat was going to send us off tonight and give us a good little serenade for the holiday I will, show. I will, at the ending yeah. of the show will be. I, I will. I will have him wish you a, a Merry Christmas and a good night. Yeah, we all so, miss him. We only get to see him once a year, like Mister Hanky. So if I keep getting cider because I drank this whole bottle, and I and the objective tonight, gentlemen, is to not repeat what I did last year, where I announced. <laughs> I think I might be there for you. I where I announced to the world that I mean, utilize you know, the mute button like a champion, Owen. Uh, it's just I just oh. want you to know you are the master of the mute. No one knows last I was. Year. I know. I know. 
ultras and y'all would just see me go down like so yeah we have to oh i i knew without cameras i could hear it uh, yes you know. i we're you and i are kindred spirits i know i know when owen is is we're down and hurting we have that we do share a birthday yeah we're both fucking vikings so you like we have this blood yeah no, June fourteenth. Yeah, Riley and I were somewhat separated at birth. I think he got, I got the hair. You two um, are. Yeah, of, he got the hair right. up top. I got the hair down. Well, actually, yeah. I think your beard. Is probably, you could probably do better than me here. I'll tell you that. I could, but the problem, I have to keep it. Get yelled at if I let it get like dwarf or Gandalf quality. That so. I get yelled at too, and I just tune it out. I just go. You might not. You guys want to know something? To get rid fun? of me if. Yes, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Lucas what can't is, grow facial hair. I bet this is this is no shaving for like three months. You're, well, you're 12. We already established this. I'm uh, <laughs> buddy. You'll get there. I don't you know. know. Chinese people get facial hair. White people get facial hair. When you put it together, it looks something like this forever. I mean, he has that fabulous mustache. Hey, at least you got it up here where it counts, bro. Yeah, uh, I'm wearing a hat, yeah. but it is not. My shit disappeared and started taking vacations permanently around 21. So, yeah, this man, this is like two months without a haircut. Like, speaking what of hats, wow, we heard this, Rob, Rob, your hat died. The one that we've seen constantly go through, like <laughs> Australia, the, 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 what it was, the one with the turtle on it or something like that. Back, oh my god, buddy bear in full effect. I think so, your wife just tried to kill it. So <laughs> here's the thing. All right, so we we we've all talked about our favorite other episode, right? I didn't we get that yet. We get sidetracked. Yeah, I know. Go ahead, Lucas. What's your favorite podcast? This episode? one's yeah, yeah. This one's easy for me this year. It's uh it's when Zach Loafman was on uh on Joe's podcast on yeah. Port City Pets. Uh, talking about false water cobras and mm. the master's mm. program at West Liberty because a now I have two false water cobras <laughs> and I'm in love with that species and b uh, it it guided me towards the next phase of my life and I applied to and got accepted to the program and now you know, we're going to take so we're going to take awesome, man. half Congrats. credit for that buddy because it, you did mention that they heard you <laughs> so i understand it was like your grades your determination like all those other things but we're gonna and think then about eric that. and owen i'll credit. give it to See, you yeah it's just like owen to try to take you credit know, for fucking everything the timing was everything certainly was like yeah. our responsibility or something you know we can like, do 60 40 i'm pledged you know flexible it's fine i gotta give it to him though the timing of it all like you guys having me on the yeah. show the week that i submitted my application yeah. was amazing yeah. like what are the odds of that I can't you. get a job in the animal field, but we can get Lucas into a freaking grad school program. All, I'm not better. In all seriousness, no. You know, in all, and I said in all seriousness, no. Oh, shit, man. We wow. Need more beer. More, more beer. More, more beer. beer. Passion, baby. Passion. Um, here's the thing. Um, Lucas. Eric. I want you to get a big head, but, you know, like I said to you, I didn't know who you were. I saw you do the podcast with Nick and I saw some of your YouTube videos and I said, this dude has it. He has Keith will agree with me. He has the passion for the snake, right? And that's so important. And that's the people I gravitate towards. I don't care if you've been doing it for a year. I don't care if you've been doing it for 50 years. To me, that's the people I want to surround myself with. Somebody that I can talk to and get ideas from 
right? And it's going to like, I'm going to bounce ideas off of, and then you're going to say, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think that way. And then you're going to make me think of a different way. And I might make you think a different way. And that's how the hobby, I think, moves forward, right? It's those, it's uh, those totally. people and Owen. So yeah, it's like, it's like those people. And that no, guy. in all seriousness, no. Like, yeah, I, I said it again. Snow, what the hell? I can't, <laughs> I can't move my tongue. Eric wants to make snow carpets. That's all. Yeah. Don't mind. Well, it, it, I've it, only it, been trying for 11 years. What the fuck? Up in the middle of the night and go, snow carpet. He's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no. I got to say that, that that means the world to me to hear because I think that you and Owen despite yeah. his self-deprecating yeah. comments are the reason that I was able to foster such a strong p- passion for this, right? Like I didn't know that I was going to be obsessed with Australian pythons halfway through my college career. Like what the hell? I had a corn snake and it shit on me and bit me and I hated it. But you know, you guys through your show were able to kind of be the gateway drug, if you will. And, so, and, I'll, and I'll, do 60, I'll do 60, 40 for that as well. 60 me, 40 era. <laughs> so, you know, that's uh, thank you. But- uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'll, I'll negotiate that for us. You're welcome, Eric. So thank you, Owen. I yes. appreciate love it. all around on this yeah. airing of the grievances. Yes, and it's a little, little, little upsetting. I have the Festivus oh. pull up for no reason. That's right. So yeah. don't worry, Owen. I'll be over this great feats of strength. And we'll do great <laughs> feats of strength. Um, Owen, you should have dressed up as Krampus. That would have made yeah. this. Uh, yeah, holiday hat, but that wasn't even going to happen here. It's you know. I so was ill prepared. Hmm. So who do we have left? Rob? Rob. Yes. Rob, Rob is Rob so is my say? Let me say Rob is my buffer of Robin Nipper and Scott and Keith are the are the four people that I look to that if they tell me that we made a good podcast, that it's good. Right? That's my buffer. Right. So go ahead, Rob. Tell me your favorite what, episode. What's the episode non NPR, Rob. Non NPR. Your yeah. favorite one. So what did Keith? What did you say? I I said I only listen to NPR, so oh, my see. my future will be Gavin Bedford. I, I'm looking yeah. forward to that one. Keith gave okay. the right answer and said that there is no other podcast but NPR. Moving on. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, actually, so Gav was on the Aussie Wildlife Show. Um, oh, nice. So we can send you the link for that. That That'd that wasn't great. this year, I don't think, but Very it's cool. super good and and definitely goes into the stuff. It's it's pretty short. It's half hour, forty five minutes, something like okay. that. But yeah, I look um, forward to that. Yeah, I'll send you the link for that. Um, that wasn't in twenty twenty though. I I know, I know, I know. <laughs> just, just chill out. <laughs> all oh Lord. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't anticipating the question, so I was just kind of looking through all, all the different things. Amphibicast, ton of great shows, but nothing really sticks out. Obviously, Riley's deal. I don't know what the future is with that. Maybe that's a put a pin in that. Um, but not you guys relate. Chameleon Breeder Podcast, I mean, Bill's always doing super interesting things. You know, I, I like kind of applying. He's with a chameleon or arboreal lizard focus on stuff, but there's a ton of applicability there in terms of overnight misting and all sorts of great concepts that he gets into. So that's definitely a good one. Uh, I don't know if Jeff has had, I guess Jeff's had a couple shows for Corrales radio. Uh, Warren was cool. Um, I think there's one GDP keeper radio that counts for 2020, right? Like that was one. Yeah, episode. right. They did a holiday show. Yeah, they and that was it, they, right? they you split know? it in there underneath the tag. So it qualifies. Yeah. I like Joe's stuff a lot. You know, glad that he's back doing it. The last one was a ton of fun. Uh, the one that I think, well, 
too that jump out to me for different reasons from the herpological highlights guys you know i really appreciate that show uh we had them on had a great conversation with them but so they did a show the not the most recent show but the one before that was on greater earless lizards which was the which were those fantastically colorful lizards that we saw in west texas so that was super enjoyable out of the, the context of us having seen those incredible critters now we're just looking at Keith, and it's distracting. Um, <laughs> I get I get lost in his eyes too. It's okay. No, now it's yeah. you're now it's you, yeah. Oh god, that's even worse. Oh god, no. no. <laughs> um, the other, uh, the one immediately before that one was they talked about the battle frogs going into the Pamilio stuff and getting into all sorts of deep discussions about sort of the. Uh, internal physiological cost of being different colors and whether those would be indicative of all sorts of different things. So in the same way, maybe, you know, I love Pamilio, but even if you don't love Pamilio, there's all sorts of interesting sort of jumping off points that are in that conversation. So that was 77 battle frogs. Um, check that out for sure. Lucas, I enjoy both the things that you did. You know, it's always fun, uh, hearing Nick talk. He and I agree on most things, but just, varying levels of degree so so that's always of interest i'm not really a star wars person so that was a bit of my head, but, uh, sorry but about that fun you know all good uh let's see what else jumps up reptile and chill so it seems like they've had some changes and a little bit less frequently now but i just love those guys you know um phelpsy you know i think i'm with you guys phelpsy is my favorite but you know Danny and Haas are great too. And I, I know maybe uh, Danny's not doing it at this point, but, but those are great. Um, and actually they had a guy come on talking about Herp and Madagascar and he was on t- two weeks in a row and he was pretty fun, pretty fun dude. So I think that was probably, probably be up there. Owen on reptile talk. Yeah. That, that was yeah, a ton of fun. Yeah. 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 Anything Owen's uh, involved in is good. <laughs> Tell and, the people. You know, Eric was, Eric did one. Dennis did one. Kara. Yeah, I mean a ton of ton of cool stuff there. Let me see, what else do we have? Eric's here when I'm involved. He's okay. He's right. Fine. Then then it can I mean the so much pingle, right? The one with Scott, the most recent one that, that we alluded one. to earlier. Yeah. Very cool. You know, being friends with Scott, talking about Herp in Australia. That you know that's, a, mean, that's, that's a great podcast, but getting that extra context of it being Scott in Australia and stuff, you know, that's over the top. Um, yeah, Strength and Leo's podcast. Frank Colachico came on, and he's a YouTube herper dude, I guess, who also breeds geckos and stuff. But uh, he had made it to WA. He had done the trip that we were hoping to do in March, and he had he had actually gotten his in and done, and was posting it to YouTube right on the time when we were getting canceled. Um, so that uh, he he seems like a pretty legit dude. Has been all over the world, and that's actually a super uh, super interesting episode, even if you're not into leopard geckos eric and i are on the same same page here where it's like man there's so much applicable to what we're doing even if it's seemingly a podcast focused on something else there's there's going to be content there for anyone oh yeah Uh, is that it eric is that the more or less through oh reptile gumbo yeah that's always fun it's it's a little bit of a different thing i'd have to give it to salemi right the show with salemi was pretty fun (laughs) <laughs> we we Salemi's uh, okay yeah, in, in small doses. Salemi's <laughs> okay, you know? just yeah. like Salami. Small doses, New York. Small doses. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, Scott was on Wildlife Cake and Cocktails, which is uh, another great one. And it pretty intermittent at this point, but Scott was on that one too. Really good. Okay. Cool. So has everybody now said what they – You Fellow podcaster. Mine's quick, and the only reason why I remember it is because I was talking with a, a local in Sacramento here about it recently because she herself has gone back and listened to the episode a couple times just because she enjoys the – the back and forth reptile banter of this individual, but Lucas, your, your interview with, um, with Nick stood out to me this year. Um, not because that everything else in the podcast world wasn't up to par, but there's certain people that when they come onto a podcast, um, I make a point to, uh, set that episode aside for a moment where I know I can listen to it in its entirety. And that was actually one that I went back and listened to twice. Um, and, and I don't know why other than it's just, you know, Nick is a wealth of information. Uh, his perspective is, is always interesting. And, uh, it's nice for me every year to have a little bit of a refresher to kind of pick up back on his mentality as, as far as these animals that we all love go. And uh, I never miss, I never miss a moment to, to hear him speak on that stuff. And, and I don't know if it's because of the unique relationship that you two have uh, as kind of like, you're a young, younger guy that is, uh, has found himself in the good graces of Nick and who's really interested in fostering you up and, has really done a lot of fantastic things, but you stand out on your own. And so the, the two of you conversing together just worked really well on that episode. And you elicited a lot of fantastic, valuable content on there that I found so much value. And I went back and listened to it twice. Um, so that one was, uh, I, I, I can't say like, that's the only good episode, obviously. Right. Cause like everything that comes out nowadays is, there's usually information you can decipher out of there. So there's a lot of good stuff, but that one for me stands out the most recent. Yeah. Lucas, you stole my spot. I used to be that guy to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm younger. <laughs> what's, it like to be, what's it like to be replaced, well, Eric? What's funny is because last year, Andy and I snuck onto the holiday show with you guys, I think. And, uh, and I had a similar answer, but it was Nick's episode with you guys last year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan, thank, you. thank you for that. I mean, you got you're it, trying buddy. to get rough scales from him. Like, why are you trying to like you know kiss up? The <laughs> not, not, that, I'm not trying to do anything other than keep keep myself in reptiles as long as my body will keep me able to work reptiles. Man, that's you're like l- what thirty? Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, and you should hear what happens when I squat <laughs> down and my knees pop. My knees literally both pop, and then oh, when shit, I get up, it's worse. Well, you were dude. you were like a hard skater, right? I skate. I skateboarded yeah. for 17 years, and that's, that's like not easy off, on the knees. Jumping off two stories, jumping off my roof for practice, like well, a bunch I found of the problem, stupid dude. shit. Like, stop doing Brandon Wheeler shit. Like, stay. Don't go <laughs> wheeler off of it. I haven't yeah. been wheelering in like eight years, but I will, <laughs> tell, you, All right? like, I will all- tell you, I used to really, really enjoy being the little kid that would push all the like 20 something year olds out of the way and jump off the big cliff at the lake every time. And just to like piss them off in front of their girlfriends, <laughs> just 
Like, why are you so scared to jump off the 80-foot cliff? That 12-year-old just did it. And then I'd like be like, hey, we got beer on the boat. (laughs) I was a terrible human being to my body at a young young age. And uh, I will be lucky if I'm still walking at 50. Let's just put it that way. So snakes in a rascal scooter, and we'll make sure we give you plenty of NPR stickers. Oh, I'll turbo the bitch out of that rascal scooter. No doubt. <laughs> Hang on, I'm coming. One extra one. Yeah. One extra one that you know, just scrolling through it, you know, with a starting with the gotten bypassed. Obviously, have to highlight the her podcast. You know, the great guys. I love the, what Phil's doing, and the hundredth anniversary or the hundredth episode you know, was great in terms of talking to Jake and getting real, kind of getting real. Right. You know, that. it's, it's easy well, to and, remember. And Jake came know. back, you know, he's dealing with a ton in his life. So it's nice to see him come back in. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that, that was really great. Just kind of the personal touch on all that stuff. I thought was fantastic. The Natu show is a, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum or whatever. And then just a ton of great stuff that they're doing. So I, that had been inadvertently missed and you can't miss that. So the one podcast, the one reptile podcast that I listen to consistently, besides you know stuff we're doing or people (laughs) that are right here, is the Herptic Culture Network. Right? I just, I just, I dig what they do, man. I'm with you, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, there's not an episode I don't listen to. Whereas other other podcasts, sometimes it's like, eh, I'm not really into this. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Pass. Have you you had a chance to listen to so many now? To the you latest know? one, the crypto one. Yeah, I just listened to it today. It's really good. I, I'm like yeah, halfway through. It's got me so freaked out. It's great. Great. <laughs> it was yeah. Yeah. Horror story. But, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll scare the shit out of you about crypto if you really want. You already oh, had me hearing cardboard boxes bring up. mites. You know, this is that, what I'm going to bring up. We're going yeah. to stay positive. We had all okay. our negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shut up, Riley. Wait, I didn't get to air my grievances, though. Shut up, Riley. Uh, Riley, you're too late for grievance. Yeah, it's over now. It's all positive for now, you know. Well, Nipper hit a bunch of them anyway, so okay, good. All right, we'll we'll let you grieve at the end. Later, I'll be drunk enough and you won't be able to deny me. We'll just drink up a little. No, dude, Eric has the power of mute buttons now. All right, so (laughs) we're in a completely different realm. He will turn me off if I piss him off. Oh, and you you have that power too, by the way. God I damn do? it, Riley. I mean, uh, shit, I'm going to mute myself. Riley, you're going to show me how to do this shit. <laughs> anyway, favorite <laughs> reptile personality of 2020. So I must say that my favorite reptile personality of 2019 Brian is Marchek. right here with us, right there in the left-hand corner, right down there. Or right-hand corner, sorry. This well, one? Yeah, this one. That one? This guy right there. No, no, no. No, this you got to say the name. I don't know if we're yeah, all right. That one box is a this gentleman right here. Ah. Bing, 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 bing. You know, what the I heck? I appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, I appreciate you and your knowledge and your 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 approach to thinking about these animals just, like, inspires me. Like, you don't have any idea. It's 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 really cool. I love the way that you think about things. Same with you, Rob. But this year... I got to experience a different personality mm. and I got to herp with him and that's Justin Julander. Yeah. And I have a funny story. So me, <laughs> Justin, Rob and Owen are driving in the car. See, is this when you left us to die? Me and Rob by the side stop, of the road. Is... You're taking away the, the funny I'm sorry. Go ahead. Magic. So 
I don't know. These guys decided that they were going to go uh, look at the rock, uh, you know, the, the the cuts or whatever. And, and you know, they're like, all right, we're going to get out, you know. And, um, you know, I've talked to, to Nick a, a lot, you know. I, I've talked to Nick many times or whatever. But, like, I never really got to know Justin on a personal level. <laughs> and what, did you mute yourself? What are you shaking your head for? What are you shaking your head at me for? Um, anyway, um, Justin um, decides that you guys are going to get out. Right. And you get out and you're walking the cut. And then like me and Justin are driving and we're talking about, you know, various things or whatever. And we're driving down and like, I don't know. It's like, it seemed like, what was it? Like 40 minutes maybe. Right. So, the, <laughs> I don't know. The, so as a, as a critical point where we were, and actually it was referenced in the show because it was on the advice of Craig Trumbauer right. and the weather just didn't hit for it to work. But um, we go up to this spot and he says, okay, you can go here and then you can go, three and a half or four miles or whatever it is. And then you turn around and you come back because right. after that, you just get into this open plane where there's historically not much going on and stuff. So you kind of hit that area and particularly it didn't seem promising that evening. You know, it was a, a, hist- a good spot, but not right. that night. And it was like, okay, well we have other places that we're going to go. So mm-hmm. go like three miles, come back and get us. We'll walk this stuff, make sure we're not, that's the thing with field herping, right? If you're not seeing anything, then it always gets, it starts to get into your head of like, maybe it's there, but I'm just failing to see it. Right. That's the, is that, that becomes the question. Is it here and I'm not noticing it or is it just not out? And so it's like, okay, you guys cruise at three miles, but realistically, even if you're going 20, right, this should be, we'll see you again in 10 or 15 minutes or right. on the high end. Right. We'll see you then. So Owen and I are walking. We're in the middle of no, truly middle of nowhere, not central Australia, totally desolate, but for the United States, we're in the middle of nowhere. And it's now been 35 or 40 minutes. And I say to Owen, like, they, they must have just left us. They, they have to. Have just, they were just like, you know what? New pla- I mean, the only countervailing point is that to go that way would mean that you would be driving like two hours the other direction just so like otherwise you'd have to pass us coming back and it was like okay well either they took a two-hour detour uh to avoid coming back past us or something i don't know what the plan is but we were like anticipating to see in 10 minutes and it was a legitimate 35 or 40 minutes yeah easy so we're driving in the car and so understand this like you know i know I know we're just people, right? We're just people. We're not like, you know, famous or whatever, but like in the world, in the world of herpers, we're, you know, certain people are, they, they have a certain level of credibility. And if you, if you know about them, that they, they, they bring something to the table and for them to be talking to you, I I don't know, you know, and I guess, I guess sometimes maybe me and uh, all of us maybe be in that role or whatever, but like, I never think about it. Like as me being in that role, I always think about the people that I look up to. Right. And to be able to talk with Justin and, 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 you know, just, you know, just again, just to get to know him uh, on, on a personal level and spend that time with him. Again, he reminds me a lot of like, you know, Rob, you and, and Keith and like your level of thinking about things and whatnot. And it just, you know, I think, I think when we were in the car and remember when we were talking about, you know, carpet python localities and all like, I, I, I was just, it's just like, like dialed in and what he was saying and and everything that he was saying. And like, I think that like at first maybe he was a little bit hesitant to sort of like push back at what I was saying, but 
I love that he did because it made me think in a different way, you know? And I think, I think maybe that's something that people, young people or people that are coming into the hobby can maybe take as, uh, as, as, as something that maybe you should do. Like if you're listening to people that have done this for so long and have so much experience that like, it doesn't matter what books you read or what YouTube channels you've watched or, you know, whatever. And to me, the experience is keeping the snake and actually observing the snake and being able to say like, I know what it does exactly, you know, at this time of year and at this time of the day and, and, and all these things, because it's just years and years of experience that have built up. And like, when you're actually able to talk to that person and, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's yeah. freaking awesome, you know? And, and to be even in the group of people like that is, is very humbling to me, you know, because like, Oh yeah, I, I, I get to there, Eric. I mean, I feel that way talking to all of you guys. I, I feel that way talking to Scott. Um, he, he called me the other day and we had this before I got hit with COVID and we had such a, I was like in awe the whole time I was talking to him, you know, and uh, same with Gavin same with Nipper, um, so many people out yeah. there, Ari. Um, and I think that's a huge part of the hobby. People get so focused on the animals um, and, and they lose maybe sight of, you know, people in the hobby and what they've done and, and getting to know that person and, and what they're doing. I, I feel you on that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and the amount of knowledge that you can get. And you know, what really impressed me with Justin was, you know, like I know him as the Australian guy. Right. I know right. I was on Australian addiction reptiles and he, he knows countless information about, but like when he's like, you know, just, I, I can, I can feel his passion about this little lizard that's on a rock and he's just like super excited about this lizard. And you know, there's Rob and Justin and they're, they're pumped up about this lizard. And like, I'm like, okay, I don't get it until I saw the picture and I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I get why you're super excited about this lizard, you know, but just like, I don't know just to be there. And it's like, you have your own little tour guide, if you will, uh, you know, as you're going through these trips and all, and like, you're able to bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, that's, I think that's what's sort of like, really, I love most about herping is like, you have this opportunity to where you're sort of together. You, you, you sort of like, you know, I, I think it's important that you, you herp with people that you actually get along with and like, you, yeah. you, you can yeah. sort of yell with. If you hated each other, it would really not go. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I um, knew I was safe when you and Justin drove off because Rob was with me. You would have to return for Rob. <laughs> you would leave me to die, but you, you would have Rob to return to Rob. No, no, no. And I made what? sure I was close because I was expecting like a drive up, open the doors, quick Rob, jump in. Like, no, I was, I made sure I was close to him. So I'd and have a chance. And me and Rob have these conversations every week to where like, the you know, killing me. You no, no, this no. conversation. <laughs> no, no, I would That's never. Not okay, you, dude. You're you're important to me. You know. Anyway, I have these conversations with Rob every week where we'll talk about things that sort of like you know, we, you know, what grinds my gears type of thing, and like you know, he sets me straight, and I sort of set him straight, and it's like these different points of views to where, like you know, you're sort of fired up about something, and then you talk to somebody else, and they sort of give you a different perspective, and you're like. Oh, okay, I guess uh, yeah. I, yeah. Eric, Eric, yeah. I try really hard to get you fired up on birds. <laughs> when, when, when you were going to Texas, and I knew the area you're going to, yeah. I said to you, "Look for road runners, right? We got them. I yeah. got them. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. They're yeah. cool. How different? How different do you look at that bird now that you saw one in the wild? It was cool. You know, I like road runners. Me? 
you know, I, you know, when I'm looking at that Roadrunner, I saw a dinosaur. Yeah. I really did. You know, Absolutely. it was like, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, Keith, like, you know, like you have all this experience with, with other animals, not just, not just reptiles, but other animals. And like, you know, your, your outlook on things from looking at it is just, I don't know. I'm just blown away, you know? Yeah. And Justin was on this trip. It it really is funny that it's kind of like people with different roles, you know, so to speak, Keith, you couldn't make it on this trip. And it was like, well, Justin wound up being the person who, knows about all these other different things, knows about birds and mammals and all these different things in the same way that, that you had done. So I can't even imagine when you're both on the same trip. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I, I think it's just going to be overwhelming. Like, I don't yeah. even know what's going to happen then. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> but yeah. That was a good trip. I share your enthusiasm for uh, the Australian cockatoos, Keith. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've worked with a, a handful of of the various sulfur crested cockatoos and a few other things, and uh, you don't realize how intelligent and impression like they have a huge impression on you Absolutely. when you have to spend any amount of time with one for more than just a moment. Um, I. I absolutely bonded to two sulfur crested cockatoos without realizing it at, at various news. And, and um, I have a very, very different level of appreciation for them. So hearing y'all's episode when you got back from Australia and, and the, the recollection of the story, when you guys noticed those palm cockatoos and the black cockatoos and, and how you pointed them out, dude, I would have been so freaking geek to see a cockatoo in the wild. I would have absolutely like lost my mind. Thank God Keith was there. Cause I'm like chicken in a tree. And he's like, no, Owen, it's not a, they're so smart. Big pigeons here. We like, don't, no. even, we don't even understand them. They're so damn smart. Like, especially the ones that have the all black eyes, you get no extra sense of what their eyes are doing. You get no interpretation. They don't give you facial expressions. The, uh, really? the red tail black cockatoos, though, what I didn't know, having only seen them in captivity, is what stealthy flyers they are. They they are designed for flight, like yes. more than other cockatoos tend to be a little more gangly in the air, you know, um, more be. at home in the trees. But these uh, uh, red tail black cockatoos, oh, my God, they were just insane to watch in flight. Yeah. So one thing, one thing I noticed after having, having made connections with a few cockatoos is that they're so soft and feeling how those feather barbs intertwine. What you're saying about them being so silent makes perfect sense. Everything just creates this perfect flight mechanism, this perfectly aerodynamic and silent air channeling sort of structure. I had cockatoos jump off the perch in my apprentice years and I didn't even hear it until they were chewing on my toes. It was that impressive. I parrots love are, parrots and are I, evil. And that one bird <laughs> that my chest and I didn't even hear it until I turned around and it hit me square in the chest. And that, that animal was one, trying to kill you. Like that, I don't animal, like that. that animal became my best friend. I, I don't believe you. His, yeah, I earned his trust. <laughs> Uh, he bit me on the thumb one time, and it was a warning bite. No, that was that was an abusive no, relationship, buddy. You needed to get out of there. They thank can, God you he did. He could <laughs> take the top of my thumb off, no problem. And he gave me a little again. Bruise. Parrots are horrible creatures. Like it, and Keith's gone. 
I, oh. I, oh no, no 80s back. I, 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 I insulted I, the par- I insulted the parrots too much, and Keith left. Yeah, you know, I have, uh, I have a guilty, guilty yeah. appreciation for the Australian cockatoos. Like, oh. I, what is wrong with you? Nice. The, the other animal that was really cool in Australia, um, and Owen seemed to want to get up and close and personal with, which was a very bad idea. Was the water buffalo that night? <laughs> that oh, was Rob. Yeah, Rob jumped out of the car. Idea. Bad Rob idea. was Rob was out of the car and attempting to make. I was the one who was following kangaroo. Again, so when you go herping with people, right, you need to establish yeah. rules about like <laughs> what your various intonations and different uh, statements will mean, right? So if you're, right. it, it's kind of you want a especially Whoa. in terms of yes. No, that was one of them. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, versus, oh, I'm going to uh, reference, um, oh, what the heck? What's the, shoot. Uh, oh, I forget. I can't even remember. But, you know, you want to distinguish between I definitely, definitely right. see an animal on the road. Maybe I see an animal on the road. It's probably not an animal, but at the Let's same time, I don't want to yeah. have years of regret. Let's take a look. All these different things. There was the time I yelled at Keith. That was that was pretty fun because he just wouldn't stop the damn car, um, yeah. which which was good fun. There was time and Eric drove I, us off the road. There was time Eric I nearly flipped the car. Hey, I mean, driving down that sure, crappy rat you know, road. Like yeah. in the woods. I, that's just yeah. a fact. I mean, that's, that is it is a fact. That scenario. happened. Yeah. We're all looking. You and Keith were holding on to each other for dear life. You know, <laughs> ah, we're gonna die together. Keith, Keith ended up in my lap. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> yes, but, so yeah. Keith gives an exclamation. That's his same exclamation of, "Oh, there's a snake." This is a certain, you know, this implies a certainty that there's an yeah. animal in front of the car. I mean, he was not feet. wrong. There was an, an animal in front of the car. And so I give the, you know, I respond to his injunction to get to uh, go check it out. And then when I'm halfway out of the car, he says, uh, sorry, what I meant to say is that's a water buffalo. Please don't die at, at my hand. Don't, don't have my, your death be on my hand. My, my, I mean, he was not wrong. He did say, whoa, there's an animal. He just didn't specify the animal and what we were yeah. looking into. So, yeah, it was fine. Was a and the implication that I should certainly stay in the car, not get out to go. Not you know, get out to go looking. <laughs> See, the problem is you jump out of the car and you're looking down, and it's just like, no, look up! <laughs> like there's a threat it's there. So yeah, herping can be a dangerous game. There it were a can. few times last season where I almost jumped in front of active bulldozers when I saw creatures. Uh, Not with, good. And going herping, like yeah, that's, yeah, no. Going herping with KJ, he'd be, he'd see something and he'd jump out of the car. He was driving, so I'm in the car and it's still going down the thing, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I better get out too. Like. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like some some people take it deathly serious, and uh, um, it's funny watching the difference, like of herping with these guys in Australia and then herping with Justin, because Justin drove everywhere, and where the Australia it would be, whoa, stop, and we'd stop the car, and everybody would jump out and run all over. Justin like would spin the car around, and he would like circle the animal if he saw it. <laughs> like it was stay in the car as long as humanly possible, and then jump out and get the snake. So. It was different, and that's the kind of stuff you learn, but fun either way. I enjoy it. I think looking for crocs at the river was probably the eeriest thing that right. we did when we were in Australia. Well, especially because where people have literally died, you know, and there's yeah, there, that was the sign where said there had been a croc. Crocs have killed people here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's... That night, remember the night when we were getting eaten alive and we went on to the flats 
was like and you saw the, the tracks right yeah 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 that, that was really that one sticks in my head like what were mm. we doing that night you know yeah. trying to get killed like all the other nights yeah. um like why shifts and everybody carries a stick and you're good uh, I think that was fun. Yeah, that was, that was wasn't it? salty. Yeah, well, dude, if you yeah. ever, if you get good, good, uh, like an eight foot pole or something, stick, bamboo or tree, you can, you can handle can, some shit. Can, can we film this and put it on the channel when you try? If I have to. Okay. Mark if we man- if we manage to get this show so monetized and do the the whole Patreon thing and all this stuff, though, don't tell I mean, the people what we're oh, doing. I mean, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> no, don't worry, so, I didn't say anything. If this thing oh, becomes monetized, it makes money for us because it, espionage it costs, my ass costs <laughs> an of money to do this. Um. No, if we if we find ourselves over there, you could you can very effectively safely distance yourself from crocodilians with a simple uh, pole apparatus, bamboo tree branch, whatever it is. Uh, uh, you know, give it six eight feet, and you really can. They that most of them don't want anything to do with you as soon as they find out you can sort of tell them otherwise. They uh, you're a large enough animal to be considered a threat. And, uh, you know, overexposure and vulnerability to most crocodilians, even the ones they call man eaters. I mean, obviously, once you're in the water, you're screwed. But like if you're out on land, you know, you can you can you can hang for sure. What we'll put, I don't know. <laughs> He's calling for you. There he is. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we'll, is it on me? I don't, I don't know. I've been sitting backstage for a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to grab it. Eric, Eric we, we, we were talking about fending off uh, crocodiles. No, 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 yeah, yeah, I heard you all right. Yeah, yeah, no Eric, that's a weird looking white claw you got there. It is. Not everybody can drink hey, white claw hey, like Lucas. you do. Hey, Lucas. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to give you one free white claw pass, and that's for tonight. After that, I'm just going to let <laughs> you, you know. shut your mouth. I'm again, let no. you know the men on NPR drink beer, whiskey, wine. <laughs> well, you were and- late. I already had like three beers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Man of the house works. Man of the house works, and he works extra Mute hard. This boy, yeah, no, come work. on now, you turn him <laughs> off. So, I'm just we saying. Didn't get man. into what you guys think. Like, who who are the people that you know? Who's your favorite personality of 2020? Right. Or, so, in that, you, Riley, or yeah. no, Rob? Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah. So I was just going to say that you know, and it sort of hit on it immediately before or whatever. To me, Justin Smith. Right. And obviously he gets help from various people. Phil's helping him out. Jake was helping right. him out, all this stuff. But in terms of like all the content this dude is putting out, it's I don't know anyone who's putting out more content, let alone more of the highest quality content possible. You know, Billy's helping him out. Obviously he has help, but like it's unparalleled. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, present company excluded, I suppose. You know, whatever. God damn yeah, right. Yeah. You know, Come I on. mean no, I'm with you. But, I mean, ter- you're not putting out a magazine. You just talked about it seven years ago or whatever. Damn it. He made it happen, man. And he's put, putting it out. And he did. Dude, like, you know, we're, we're, we're still talking about the pop-up book, Owen and his friends and in the adventures in Australia. Here's a different you know? problem. I have Owen. Oh. <laughs> Justin has Phil. <laughs> What is what is that? What is I that got mean? a reshot. What does that shot. mean? What does that mean? 
I love you. Fighting, we're fighting in front of Lucas. No, you see that? Right. What's happening? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have any. We other promised we'd never fight you, in front of Lucas. You know, <laughs> Lucas, mute yourself. Go, Are you go, guys go. getting a divorce? Silence, you. <laughs> and it's all your fault. Yeah, I'm with you there, Rob. I Where agree. do I get to live? Justin is he's split uh, the time. You know, it's weekends with me. Most of the time with Eric. He's yeah. more responsible. He's got shop right money, and you know he can get you food. So that's true. And I can yeah. get you toilet paper and paper. See, paper. yeah. Plus, in I'll miss the free range retakes. Right. So will I. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> that's a good call, John. Good call about Thank Justin. God, they're yeah. gone. I agree. I agree. All right. Who else? Who else do we got? So, uh, You've only asked one Robert. person. So it's I, everybody else, dude. So raise your hands. Talk. So it's, it's Can you see you with your eyes? Uh, you want me to mute him, Riley? No, don't you push. Button. I will. He's learned that I can do that, too. I don't understand. I can't believe you told him that secret. I'm not okay. No, no. People know more about what's going on here than I do. And it's not okay. He told us no. We can just do this. He doesn't know. Bye bye. <laughs> hey Owen. Oh, where'd Owen go? I'm okay. right here. Damn it. Okay, so my my personality for 2020 uh, is so there's one person spearheading it, but I think there's a couple people that are involved that deserve credit as well, uh, and and that would be Ryan Young and. And what he did with uh, Dunn's Pythons, uh, he, not only did he produce them, but he he understands uh, what it takes to preserve that species, and he spread them out. Um, you know, he put them in very capable hands to make sure that they were spread out accordingly in in a way that could you know benefit the survival of the species in the hobby. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he had, he had KJ involved with that. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, and I'm sure it's, it's KJ Ryan. Nick is somewhat involved in that. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. It's yeah. all of them have duns and they kind of combined their efforts to make sure that there was right. enough right diversity as the far as the clutches happened, where it was, you know, KJ's female Ryan's male right. and then Nick's, female and one of other one of the other one of ryan's male so they're also trying to get as much diversity as possible right and so to me that is fantastic one of the most ethical most impressive most potentially long-lasting and devastationally avoiding things that that's happened in our our time and in this sort of hobby and in herpetology it i mean it without realistically without what those three people did that species was gone yeah and it's it's definitely very cool because i mean i don't think enough credit gets given to ryan for breeding like dunai um, uh, yeah dunai and then all three species of bothrachillus in one year it's like all three people involved are, are really good people for the hobby, whether it be yep. for breeding, for, for just promoting your native wildlife and herping like KJ does, whatever it is. All three of them are good people, and they all combined forces and did something that was not about themselves. It was about the betterment of the hobby and everybody else and make, making sure that this species stays around for the people that decide they want to dip into some of those odd, obscure 
unusual rare species and and the icing excuse me the icing on the cake is that like they realistically could have been lost to u.s herpetoculture if those three guys did not do what they did they were that's the problem is that they were and now they're i mean yeah they they essentially resurrected them but like there were old animals in the hobby and that was the like that was it and somehow the stars aligned and they they pulled that shit off and i don't think I don't think at the time any of them realized the magnitude of what they were doing. I'm sure they understood the importance of it because they're not stupid. And that's the weird thing is I don't think it'll be as greatly appreciated by people who are not in the know. Like, you know, if I have 18 million ball pythons, I don't give a shit. That's okay though. That's okay. Those people, if they don't, yeah, if they don't appreciate it, that's okay. They can stay in their sector. And those of us who are sitting around here appreciating things like liasses and all these obscure animals will absolutely appreciate the value that they've brought back into into keeping reptiles just by preserving a species like that that's that's huge anybody who can't call that conservation is full of shit as far as i'm concerned and you don't have to be a part of a zoo to do that you don't have to have massive amounts of money in a huge facility to do that you just have the initiative the drive and you put the right pieces together and you can do that because even if they exist in a captive situation and they go completely extinct in the wild, that species still exists only through captive conservation, captive propagation, things like that. Um, Whether it be zoo, sanctuary, private collection, it doesn't matter who it is. So uh, something like that to me speaks volumes of the character of all three of those people involved. And that was like the standout for the year for me, for sure. Cool. I was going to say that I was going to push back on that a little bit. And this is mm-hmm. do it. Like, I do think it. That, yeah. Yeah. I think that like, you know, um, that sort of like Owen and myself, like our whole idea of NPR was to sort of highlight animals that didn't get attention. Right. The, mm-hmm. the obscure shit, the, the, mm-hmm. the stuff that wasn't yeah. spotlight in the middle. Yeah. You know, and it seems like, the, the the nine years that we've been doing it, carpet pythons have gone from this obscure species that sort of some people sort of had, you know, misunderstandings about it, green trees, that kind of thing, to like sort of being sort of like more of a mainstream species. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, uh, you know, the responsibility of those people that uh, uh, that are breeding those species that they they highlight them and and talk to, talk about the you know I, I sort of i sort of came to this realization when i got a rough scale right I, i've seen rough scales before and i know look at Elvin shaking his head but um just the, the fact that you know you have a rough scale in your collection you know you got to scream that from the rooftops and tell people why you're so look, excited about this what do you think i've been doing for the past couple of years you like, have, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> Alan, I'm not taking anything away from you i'm just saying that i think that the keepers that sort of like have this, you know, this obscure species and people don't care about, I think that those keepers sort of have a responsibility to make them understand why they're so cool to that person. You and know, that's I think something like with Ball and I, yeah. um, Rob with all the goofy species that you're working with, like, you know, all that goofy shit and, you got, those Bowen you know, things, but yeah. No, but, but, it, but it's true, like, I would have never have thought of that until I'm talking to Rob and he's telling me about this, you know, this boa that's, you know, what is it, like, 236 days before it, like, gives birth and you're like, nobody has done it and nobody gives a shit. Like, yeah. nobody cares. The, but, like, the, the, the difference between Rob's, like, males and females of his boas is ridiculous to me. It's like, 
those males are tiny and it, it's like trying to fit the python mentality into something like a boa and it, it, it doesn't work in those kinds of things like if i were to raise um the boa males up to the size that i would figure they would be at I, I break them like you know they would be too big so yeah, uh, those boa males so they're solomon island tree boas but the, those. those males are basically the size of the 2020 gelatin jungles that eric sent me and they're tiny they're tiny they're the size of you know these you know what six guys old carpets or whatever yeah. I don't. I don't know if you saw that post that Matt Somerville put up, right? Yeah, that? that was he crazy. That post at Ingram's, yeah, the, yeah, it was just full of fat bodies and all this stuff on something. Yeah, that, that yeah, you can't even get to regularly feed or couldn't get to regularly feed or was at least it was eating, but uh, so on such a disparate basis, right? That he was concerned about it, and the thing is loaded with fat bodies. I, I think it really speaks to yeah. I'm with you, Eric, hundred percent. Yeah, very get fat very easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, animal, especially when they're it. in boxes. <laughs> that animal ate six meals its entire year, and it was fat. It was fat. It was full. Not it wasn't fat. It was full, full, full. You know, sausage full of fat. Yeah, <laughs> but it, does that say that basically, like, maybe it's the wrong prey species? Like, is that what we're getting at here with that, or is it just again the frequency of food? Because I mean, I was watching, um. Well, Eric had because it ate six times, man. Thank you. But, but, it's, but it's not a frequency. <laughs> put it this way: I was watching that uh, Our Planet or something like that. Eric told me on on Netflix or whatever it was, and they had something on the spider tail viper. And this thing eats birds, but the birds only end up in this area once a year when they're migrating. So this thing gorges on birds like every other day, getting well, at least one or two, and then there's nothing for the rest of the year. Sure. And who's I mean, to say it's, that, it's seasonal feeding to the extreme, right? Where it's exactly. Not even, so it's not even like oh, twice a year, or maybe it's three times a year, or whatever. Right. It's, it's the, like for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two it's weeks is eating like every or, day or every other, or sometimes twice a day, right. and then nothing. So what's to say that certain species that we think we're doing an okay favor of doing once a month is still too much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we but we also give our animals an easy lifestyle compared to what they have to do in the They're wild. not moving. They're not hunting. They're not exactly. traversing bingo. bad bingo, things. They're bingo, also, bingo. They're they're also not working failing. for a living. Right. If, it's I, like, if I sit on the couch and just eat Oreos, it's going to be a lot different than if I'm out running five miles a day. And eat right. Oreos. But then there's also the yeah. thing of like, when we present them with food, they have a hundred percent sex excess re- rate. They're going to eat it. Like if they hit it, where not necessarily in the wild, they may miss the animal might get away. It might put up a fight. It's like, even then food that's readily available doesn't necessarily mean that they're eating. Keith, I can't imagine how many Oreos Tim could eat living his life. <laughs> <You know, laughs> the rest of us, they're have one, you know, and yeah, Tim, no. like he could yeah. have a pack a day. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. He probably has a 20,000 calorie. It's crazy. Diet. My God. Yeah. He's all up like on the mountain. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see the. T- I'm yeah. not gonna just throw I'm it down to lie. us. He pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his healthy attitude and living. I mean, he wasn't even out of breath. It wasn't even. Yeah, it's... Oh my goodness! Yeah. So Eric, something. yeah. So I have like I'm gonna say I know a lot of people in the hobby, but yeah. there's like 50 people in the hobby that I would have to say that I respect. Um. 
unbelievably because of the personal connection, the reaching out. All you guys have sent me animals just because you knew I, I wanted it or liked it or whatever. All that means the world to me. Um, and that is the probably the, the when you're saying personalities of the, of the year. For me, there's probably 50 people in the hobby that would enter that title. Um, I think some of the exciting things of 2020 is the proposition of some of these reptile parks that are opening up from passing yeah. keepers like Thai park. I can't wait to go visit that place and check it out. Uh, Graham has really cool thing going on and Ari and Quetzal are going to be opening that place in Texas. All places. I can't wait to go visit because yeah, I see them. they're passionate keepers before they were business people. It would and kill I somebody. think they're going to do it right, you know? And, and I think that 100%. is a huge step forward for the hobby. Yeah. Um, because it's going to educate a lot of people that are not educated on these animals. And would it kill somebody to open something up in the Northeast? I know. You know I hear you. Like, <laughs> like hear you. somewhere in Pennsylvania that That's I could, like, you, big guy. I could work, you know, <laughs> hey. I, how many times do I keep saying, like, just open a serpentarium, Eric. I will come and work for you. You and me. You and, and me. I promise I, I won't will get move that mad. The East Coast. <laughs> hey, see, there you go. Riley, we could get him. He's easy, easy. You know, I think, I think, I think for me, the older I get, and I think you hit on this the other day, Keith. I don't know if we were talking personally in our group chat or whatever, but mm. like the whole idea of the observation of the species, yeah, um, what become they a lot do, more important to me. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. I've moved away from the the bre- like even now. Like I'm not even like I, I, I'm I'm excited about the breeding season. Don't get me wrong, but like not like I was in say 2011. Like in 2011, to me, it was about you know like what kind of morph am I going to produce and what what am I going to do. Holy shit! What's going on upstairs? I think we're killing dash hounds. Um, <laughs> um, Dexter just probably got excited and you yeah. know he cries at everything. You know, um, but but. You know, to me, like, you know, the more and more that I that I that I work with them, the more and more that, you know, I, I want to see what they do. You know, I want to see how they I, I've said it a long time on the show. It's like it's not really a paint job of the car, but it's, you know, the underneath of the car, and what makes the engine run. To me, that's what fascinates me. To me, that's what gets me going to talk to people about, like, what do you think? I think I'm going to have to mute myself until uh, somebody take over for me here. Because yeah, not great. Hard. Not hey, great what the hell, dude? This is reminiscent of, like, oh, season two where the dash hounds are just come in. And just, yeah, I, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's one of those things where, like, where Keith was talking about, like, the sharing of everything. You know, I, I enjoy that immensely, you know. Keith's like, hey, do you need a rhino? And I'm like, I have, or hey, I need a rhino. I'm like, I have several. I got you. Like, I just wrote one, like, well, I took the one female, I just wrote Keith on it because that's it. It's done. That's where it's going. And it's cool to have that kind of flexibility. Like with Eric, we're dropping animals off at my place all the time. Me sending my Yakapuri Depot mail over to him. It's like, it, it's improving her culture with each other. Good use of the lingo, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm learning. I was so, more excited to give to give you know snakes away. Yeah, to people that appreciate the snakes. I would prefer that rather than sell it to snakes. somebody <laughs> that's not going to appreciate the snakes. <laughs> the more and more, the older I get, the more and more like I deal with customers all day long, right? And 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 you know, part of my brain is like. You know, you know, you 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 sort of want to be able to sell snakes. So sometimes when I say this on on air and in front of 
thousands of people. It's kind of like maybe I get the, the image that I don't like selling snakes. It's not like that. It's just that like I want to make sure I, I don't know. I'd rather give the snake away to somebody that I know is going to mm. take care of that snake and and appreciate what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. 100%. Yeah, no, I do. Rather you know, like, and you know when that little you remember at carpet fest when that kid came over and he's so excited about a you know he wants a snake and i remember being that kid you know yeah. and, and like if i'm able to give somebody like hey man here you go check this out like blow his mind like holy shit i can't believe he just gave me this snake i'm like pick the snake in the room man whatever you yeah. want no, I don't know. Well, I mean, Craig talked about that when he came on the show, right? Is he said, oh, he's at Daytona. And then 15 years, he gives a kid a corn snake or whatever. Oh, yeah. And 15 years later, the guy comes through and he's like, comes directly over, says, hey, that his sole purpose is to thank him 15 years later, saying now he's a, a PhD in, in reptiles or whatever it was, yeah. right? That it, yeah. it, it had that sort of an impact on him. Right. Whereas, you know, otherwise, Craig probably wouldn't even remember. So right. 100%, man. In all fairness, right, this show, doing the show for the past nine years have has really influenced that, right? I remember Sean Christian talking about that when we had him way back in the beginning, the beginning days. And he was saying about how, like, you know, a kid, he would give away a snake at a show just, you know, every show that he did. He would just give yeah. a snake away, you know? And I guess if you're not doing it as a living, it's, it makes it much easier to do that kind of stuff, you know? But at the same time, like... I don't know. You got to pay it forward a little bit, you know, like somebody, you know, somebody sort of took you under their wing, sort of right. guided you. I think it's our responsibility to sort of guide the next generation. Somebody hooked you up and somebody got you started the proper way. Cause that's the only reason yeah. you're here. You know, a, a lot of times the people are left to hang hung out to dry on this hobby. It, it can be brutal, especially if things start going wrong or haywire. So it's good to have somebody there to kind of reassure you that, yes, you did everything you're supposed to do. Yes, shit happens like that. You know, and, and, you know, this is how I would do it. And it's good to have that. And the idea of this whole thing is that you do pay it forward. You know, when when some newcomer asks the same fucking question that everybody asks, you need to see it as that somebody was just asking and they're just starting and pay it forward to them. You know, I would much rather... I, I gave a, I gave away a tiger jag today to somebody who was just looking for a pet because I knew they would take care of it. I knew they would appreciate it. And I knew that I would have to struggle to try to get somebody to pay like $150 for it in herpetoculture. I don't care. I'd much rather see any baby that I produce go to somewhere where I know it's going to be taken care of and appreciated as opposed to just somebody where it's one in a million or whatever, or they kind of got the bug and they're going to sell her in a year and a half. So absolutely yeah. Yeah. riley what do you have in your hands corn snake <laughs> this is npr how dare you like it is need something to occupy my hands go get a carpet that's what the whole point Never what happened mind. to fidget spinners yeah jesus christ dude <laughs> car the carpets so i have like to bite me so what about you lucas do you have a uh, personality that uh, stood out to you in 2020 personality I don't know if personality is the right word. I don't know. You know, person, somebody something. in herpeticulture. Yeah. I think I think there were a lot of people in herpeticulture that stuck out to me in 2020, and even really influenced me personally. Um, I think though, I think I'm going to go with Owen. Damn right, God damn right. No, here this is why we keep him Whoa. around. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. 
I know that that is a hot in the network. Somebody mute Owen so I can say no, good things about him. Perfect. Yeah, he's just going to talk over you. I know. He's like, give him his own podcast and he goes crazy. The reason is 2020 was a terrible year. It was undoubtedly the worst year of my life. And it robbed me of many of the things that bring me joy and fulfillment. Right. And I think there's a lot to be said for the laughs. And Owen, you kept me laughing during my 12-hour shifts on some construction site in the middle of nowhere. And, and I appreciate that. So thank you for being a funny son of a bitch. Thank you. Thank you. This is <laughs> yes. why you can't replace me. You hear that? So freaking never. <laughs> never. I can never, I leave. never replace you. Owen. I told right. you, if you are not there, there's no more NPR. Right. Honorable mention to, uh, to Gary Scavino. He's yeah. been doing a really good job yeah. with the YouTube videos. Uh, I've been really impressed with that. Um, yeah. Anyway, there you okay. go. Okay. Owen cool. and Gary Scavino. Goddamn right. That's quite a mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you noted my name came first. Sorry, Gary. So the common connection as the Bowman Eye Boy. <laughs> yeah, right. I do know Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, how about yeah. you? We haven't heard from you. What, As what, a personality? Um, yeah, like, what's the, what's the person that you said, you know, God damn, that's a good dude. Or Rob, good Rob from Nerd. You know, we had had some interactions yeah, with Rob's him. Good peep. Yeah, we had some interactions with him before, and I always knew he was a cool dude. But having him on the show and then having me go on his show and then having some private conversations with him, you know, it definitely kind of propelled that forward for me of him being a cool guy. And then him and Jeremy doing that show where it's just nothing but, like, oozing positivity and just kind of like Rob enjoying. Is, Rob is yeah. definitely a person with more passion for this hobby and the animals, you know, it'd be hard for anybody to, to top Rob's passion. Right. And it's just like, and that, and, and you appreciate that and you feel yeah. that. Oh, so yeah. you hang out with them and then it's like, you feel better about the hobby. You feel better about the animals and all other stuff. So having somebody that close, that can get that excited and, it partially comes, I mean, you, you have to have that level of energy and excitement if you're going to do educational programs with kids because you, you just need it. And he can, like, just ooze that in, like, and you feel it and you kind of feel invigorated and you enjoy it. So but, uh, but he, he sees everything working at Nerd, yeah. you know, and to oh, keep yeah. that level of passion and excitement about everything shows that it's a, a true passion for him, you know? Yeah. So he, he's a good dude. Um, and he's definitely pointed me in some directions. I mean, like he, he's talking to me about stuff, and he, you know, he could easily just say no or anything like that. He does not have to give me the time of day, but he did, and he helped me get like the ultrasound and stuff like that. So it's, uh, he's a very cool dude. So I'd say okay. that one. Good, good, good. I, I think, I think my fellow musicians here, Lucas, um, Summer, <laughs> um, Riley, you're a musician, right? Kind of, I actually of. did used to play bass, guitar. No uh, way. And I, 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 yeah, I, uh, when I was a kid, I I played bass for a little while, and I got bored of it, so I took on six string electric, and and then I was actually rhythm in a band with some buddies of mine in the area, and we were. We- <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. Uh, my buddy had the drum set in his driveway in his garage, and and we'd go to his house, and uh, I played rhythm, and my buddy Jared played like lead, and we bounced back and forth, 
and <laughs> we were called Battle Axe for a while. Okay. But, dude, oh the best story is, like, because all we did was just play, like, Ozzy and a bunch of other things just, like, sped up uh, one and a half times to, like, as fast as we could fucking handle. Yeah. Wow. And, okay. and so we're playing, like, we're playing um, uh, fucking, like, Four Horsemen and Megadeth's, uh, God, I'm like, I feel disgraced not being able to remember it. Anyway, it's the same song, just on two things. And we tried playing it like even faster. And some kids, <laughs> some kids walked by like, hey, what's your band called? My buddy goes, oh, fuck off and die. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so we went by that band for a while. So, yeah, I used to be uh, a half-assed uh terrible kid musician for I'm a little so insulted there's I can thing play that a triangle you know there's this thing that happens when you're on stage right when you're on stage and you're playing in front of people you sort of like feed out you know passion for the in- listen there cow no it's just um, I mean <laughs> you sort of like feed out passion of what you're doing and you're feeling in your gut this is coming from your freaking soul and it's going out into the audience and then yeah. when they they like respond to it in a positive way. It just feeds back to you and it, it ignites that, that, that passion even more, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt when I was on the podcast with Rob, you know, when I was on with Rob Christian, like, and, and Jeremy, like they, they were just like yeah. that, 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 that circle just kept going and going and going and going and going. Like, you know, you feed off of that other person that you're with, you know, if that person is like sitting there going like, you know, God damn, man, I'm, freaking loving this and then you know you get ex- inspired to be more positive about it and then it just keeps it keeps going in this right in, this, in a weird way that completely makes sense it's kind right? of like an energy it. transfer if yes. you will you get it lucas <laughs> you get it you understand you understand <laughs> and by the way if anybody doesn't know i have to throw this plug out here like mm. holy shit i don't know if you guys have listened to summer right and her singing holy shit man have you have you guys heard her sing on her youtube or anything like yeah. that no, not oh, now. I dude. want to. Yeah. You gotta go listen. Holy shit! Send me a link. Oh, I will. She's great. Hell oh yeah! My God, her voice is. Oh, it's great. You know, like every once in a while, you see somebody that's again. They there's just something that people have that you see, and you're like, okay, they got it. Yeah, you know? she's got it. Okay. Yeah, something you gravitate towards, so. Uh, it's just the magic that they have. Yeah. It's, just, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's just that, 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 that they, I don't know. I don't know. Rob disappeared on that. Note. He did. So, he <laughs> haven't. I told you, He's he goes where he's needed. He'll come back. It's fine. Uh, um, I don't know. So, so should we announce a couple things that we're going to be doing in twenty? Announce everything. Riley already started to. <laughs> no, so, I didn't. No. <laughs> hey, hey, Eric. Yeah. Ever I'm going to because this COVID's kicked my ass and I'm fading. Yeah. All man. right. I'm going to go and rest up better. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah man. Keith, it was fun. No, I appreciate you again, it, man. <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was good. Good time. Thank you, yeah. guys. Happy holidays yeah, and speedy recovery. Yeah, Thank dude. We'll guys. catch up we'll with you soon. soon. Yeah. Bye bye. Thanks, Keith. Is an NPR band about to start? Oh my god! It certainly could. We've already tried to get it off the ground several times. Eric, we could we could make a new theme song. Together. I will play the electric bagpipes, as is my culture. 
So, you know, I got my yeah. guitars right over here. All I have in this room is snakes and guitars. It's it's all there's room for. It's all Eric has in that room. <laughs> That's what I No, have stop. We don't know. Ah. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we don't need to stop it. Stop I, it. I, all right. The super people pull out at a moment's there. notice. Listen, I demand cowbell in every single song. We could jam right now. To play, no you know? Yeah. No and I'm just going to run around in the back with a tambourine playing it way too aggressively. <laughs> you would fit that role. Perfect. Goddamn right I would. You're goddamn right I would. Oh, shit. A Fender boy. Yeah, boy. It's actually a Nash. It's a guitar. <laughs> Zach is asking where we're herping next year. I don't know, buddy. Where do you want to go? You got our numbers. You call us. You let I us know. Guys, I got one for this. What? I One of the project managers at my uh, environmental consulting company has permit for San Francisco garter snakes, which Ooh. we talked about a little bit, right? So yeah. I actually, I hit him up and I asked him if there were any, any public acts, you know, accessible spots that I could go with a reasonable chance to find one. And he sent me a few Google Maps points where he's found them in the past. So Get I'm going to be going hard for the, for yeah. the San Francisco Garters well, once and they have, warm up. Have we talked about like how we want to start opening a point system for herping? Where it's like mm-hmm. birding, where there are point systems <laughs> and things yes. like that. And we said that, what, was it 10 points for Venomous, 5 points for Colubrid, Colubrid? Whatever. <laughs> oh, no, he's oh, thinking uh, about you it, don't learn. it. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts right now. It's Colubrid. Um, thank End you. End of story. Um, next step, if you guys want to come out here to, well, the, we figured we do, we do teams in the NPR thing where it's West coast right, versus West East coast, coast, East coast, Eric well, and I already have, find something. Eric and I already have 10 million points because we found a no in Pelly Python. No, so no, 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 Every time you mention that shit. Listen, I know the only football I know is American football, so shut your goddamn mouth with yellow cards. Fucking flag. (laughs) Flag. Thank you. All right. But Uh, I do want that to happen because I would like it to be that. Well, so I I like people getting out and herping more. There's regions that have a better density than others. Mm. So if you're trying to do a competition about it, you're going to have just sort of regional bias, right? So. It shouldn't be about the quantity, of course. Oh, they're looking for you. And I just peeked over the top like an alien. <laughs> like, well, thank you. Thank you. He's back. <laughs> He's Rob's back. Thank you. Rob. Rob. But I agree, Riley. Really, there should be different points. Like if we find an Alameda whip snake, which is like federally listed, yeah. like we should get more yeah, points than a gopher three. snake. Agreed, but if Eric and I go to a place and find the Alameda Whip Snake, then we should get more points because we had to go that. get there. You're, You're damn right, I can't. I so can't. like, so like, Fun. if you get if you get a dozen timber rattlesnakes, it doesn't mean shit. If yeah, it does, if not not compared to like if Lucas finds one rubber boa. Oh. There will have to be a point system awarded, and we will have to go through it fairly, and we will have to. There will be some sort of um jury to decide such matters but you know yeah well we can make a spreadsheet what what about a rosie boa i want to find one why are you gonna go i don't know Uh (laughs) aha west coast Uh guys 
Fucking yeah, Baja. yeah. I mean, the the rubber boas are definitely around here. I didn't say rubber boas. I said rosy. Right. Rosie. I was going to say the rosy. Yeah, though you got to go you got south. San Marcos Island. You've got Baja. You've got mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, I'm being told I'm loud. Uh, you've got San Marcos Island. You've got Baja. <laughs> you've got a lot of those uh, Southern California and like. Riley. A little bit inland, a little bit inland on the on the, uh, the eastern border of Southern California, where it borders like Nevada, New Mexico area. You'll find you'll find a lot of different rosy bows out there. And now Arizona, we know Arizona, right? not not New Mexico, but whatever. I'm fucking terrible. At it geography. doesn't matter. It's all the same state. There I've are some things of- that we both have, though. Correct, which maybe like species of ringneck. Obviously, different species, but. You you have yeah. ringnecks as well, right? Somewhere we do, up. yeah. And then uh, diamond pituophis, even though yeah. they might be different species. We they are pituophis. Okay, have- there will have to be an awarded point system, and we're going to have to go over it and get approval. But I think we should. If birders, which are just herpers with feathers, um, they if they can. <laughs> Have the herpers themselves don't have feathers? Owen. Shut up! Yeah, I I stand by what I said. <laughs> anyway. Um, if they can have some sort of dedicated point system for birders that go out and do shit and have like, yes, almost like awards for like, ah, oh, the perfect year or a high scoring year. You saw this animal kick ass. Like we should be able to do that with herping and get more people outside going into explore and find some stuff again. Yes. Eric, Rob, Keith, and I already have 10 million points because we found an own Pally Python. So it doesn't, it, right. now I'm, I'm playing for second place. Comment. And I, I would disagree in the context of like, well, that's a snake I've wanted to see for 20 years. So, yeah, yeah no, I think that's at least 20 years of riding that out. Obviously, not going to stop me from looking at other stuff, but, um, right. you know, now nah, we'll, we'll hang on to that one for a while. So. Goddamn right. Sounds but like, uh, very, yeah. sounds like uh, none of y'all are allowed to compete. You can't Riley, stop. we you won. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not how this works. No, no. you're no, 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 no. So, but it would be. Because I've, I've definitely enjoyed <laughs> more going out and checking out herping and seeing animals and things like that. You know, uh, I didn't do a lot of herping in my younger years. And now that I'm kind of getting into it, it's very cool. It's it's awesome to go out with your friends and just kind of walk around and see what you find. Because you're also going to be talking about reptiles and bouncing ideas off each other and just having fun, you know. I'm on a mountain in the middle of pitch darkness and Rob and I are throwing Simpsons quotes back at each other, you know, <laughs> and, and it's just something to keep it's yourself. Northern in brown snake, you know? Yeah. 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 And then there's a Northern brown snake. It, so it finally turns around and says, okay, I've had enough. That's enough. Get <laughs> the fuck away from me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Like it's something like that. And then enjoying things like, you know, just finding the blackhead was awesome. And the uh, fact that you did it with all these people that were, you're very cool with even the, the, the frilly, lizard was just something yeah. that is more enjoyable even climbing over a ton of rocks in a place that's only 20 minutes away from my house to look for timber rattlesnakes is just way more fun than cleaning bins all the time and sitting on your ass and going on the computer and talking about genetics it's getting out there and enjoying the animal for what the animal is and yes. I, I totally dig it so i would love to do more herping trips if my wallet allows me if they go looking for rough scale pythons i will disown every single one of you if I'm not with you, you understand that, right? All of it. We wouldn't do it without I'd you. I'd burn it down. The whole NPR. It, no. Well, I could go look for them right now in my backyard. I wouldn't find them. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing is, yep. is the, the potential herping competition. Ooh, competitions and stuff, you know, fun things. So that's one. The other, if we're doing this. Oh, what are we all. talking about? NPR 2021? Yep, 2021 Plans. NPR. Yep. Uh, the yeah. plot. So... So we got some uh, some cool things in the works. Um, uh, we're going to be adding some more podcasts, obviously. Several. Um, yeah. Mm. So currently we have um, we have NPR, obviously. Uh, Carpet Cliff Notes, Colubra Corner, Student of the Serpent. Um, now we added Carpets and Coffee. Which is pretty cool. I love, I enjoy that. Boas and beards, carpets. No, no, we, 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 we haven't unleashed Boas and beers because you guys keep doing this carpets and coffee when I'm working. You can do Boas and beers, man. That's all you. No, I don't want to do Boas and beers. Yeah. We'll do it together. <laughs> Ellen, this will be you and me. Oh, you and yeah, we sort of all do a show together, except then, the, the, the Rob's going to be like all this intelligent and well put together thoughts about Boas. And I'll be like, yeah, all right. And then it'll <laughs> be hey, the episode, like, yeah. Some, Send me some Yingling. I, that was the only disappointment out of Jim. I was I was oh, a little taken yeah. aback out of that. That's he's cutting. Shit. He's watching his calories. He shifted from Yingling to Bud Light. It's better for him. <laughs> Y'all are lucky. We don't Come get on, this Jim. Shit. You only live once. You know, Yolo. Right. Him and his Yolo lifestyle. I I, dude, I gotta keep it. him alive for a little oh. bit longer, and then he can go off and you know. <laughs> he's drink We're he's talking dead. about health. I you mean, know. that's get so, out of here. Um, so, <laughs> so aside from more, we're adding more podcasts. Yeah, we're adding more podcasts. So yeah. another cool one, right, is yes. going to be, um, I think, is going to be a field turpin podcast. It's me and Nipper. Yes. Nice. Um, and then you said the, cool. you didn't mention Student of the Serpent either. I did. You did you? Yeah, I did. You, I you did you? <laughs> <laughs> Student of the Serpent, uh, you know. I don't remember. Probably. Carpet Cliff Notes. I said that as well. Are you playing <laughs> like a Twilight Zone or something? Is he fucking with me? I don't, I just, I don't know. I'm just making sure you get everything out there. This is NPR, right? Right. Okay. I'm oh, not sure anymore. I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. Um, but uh, one that I'm pretty excited about um, that I, I give you a little, uh, you know, preview of is going to be uh, Nick Mutton bringing his podcast back. Um, and yes. we're going to be putting it on the NPR network. Yep. And here's the kicker. Mm. He's going to be hosting it with Ryan Young. So it's going to be Nick Mutton and Ryan Young. If you um, ever needed any more reason, that's about it. I mean, like, you know, that's. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, that's going to yeah, be a good one. Even better. I'm going to be editing the audio so I get to hear it before all of you. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's a good way to look at it, I guess. Squadcast, so we can yeah. all go and listen. Uh, so that's um so that'll be cool. Um yep. you know, I always enjoy listening is to that the back catalog too, Eric? What's mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. The back catalog comes saying, with I, I so, know uh, the answer to that question, but you should yeah, Nick, yeah. <laughs> ah, I right. see what you did there. Good yeah. job, Rob. the opportunity and you yeah. said, what up, dumbass? Rob. So, <laughs> Rob is an invaluable part of the NPR. Thank God he's here. We would just wander uh, in the dark without him. Yeah. 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 So Nick used to do a podcast with Herp Nation. Um, yes. But I promised him that um, we would not leave him in the lurches like Herp Nation did. And uh, we will make sure that our network is uh you know doesn't go away for the coming years um so um we do more podcasts 
<laughs> yeah. So the idea is just to get more information out there and, um, you know, give people a platform to uh, sort of sure to share that and information. So it's not even all the shows because we have others in the pipeline that we're not ready to talk about yet. Yeah, we're not right. ready to talk about right. Like yeah. Jim from Morgantown live. Never, yeah. never over my dead body. Yeah. Jim from Morgantown's going to have his own uh, What Grinds My Gears? Now over my <laughs> dead body. I know it's not uh, anything on the level of what Justin's doing with the magazine, but um, we're going to. Uh, I don't even know if I really talked to you guys about this. But, you didn't because I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, quarterly <laughs> newsletter type of thing. What? Um, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. What? Um, so, uh, yeah, let's do it. Printed press? What? <laughs> um, so uh, so uh, uh, um, NPR is sort of going to do something um, I think is very important in the hobby. And um, Rob is sort of helping with this behind the scenes. But um, – Herp history, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so NPR is going to sort of have a segment. Um, you know, I don't know how often it will be, but uh, it's going to be focused on the history of herpticulture, um, talking to various people, um, you know, uh, that have uh, shaped uh, the, the hobby as we have today and sort of uh, paying tribute to them, if you will. Um, the, uh, the other one uh, that's sort of uh, sitting there is sort of like, you know, I don't know if this will be part of NPR or where we'll fit in, but um, they're sort of talking about it in the chat. But while well, they're talking, I don't know what they're talking about, but I see book. But um, reviewing different <laughs> books, uh, I think that's an important part of the hobby. I think that uh, I've said it for years that, uh, you know, it's probably the most underappreciated table at a reptile show, if you will, is the uh, book table. Um, and, uh, I think it's important that we sort of highlight that kind of stuff. Um, is Riley filling in the Owen role? Never. Oh, what, is it, what, what is that? What does that mean? It's like, you know. I'm fucking Ooh, a I, new vocabulary word. I'm to Owen. Shut up. You <laughs> goddamn it. Um, we're going to try to uh we've we've added uh obviously Lucas and Riley to to the to the Oh, and he's not doing a Bigfoot podcast. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> what in what in the holy hell is that's that? That's me and Owen. Yeah, that's and how that how would that podcast go? It's not a fucking it would just real be me thing. And Owen yeah. yelling at each other just screaming at each other for 20 minutes. <laughs> He doesn't even know if I I'm believe. I'm done with in this, and we just that's you know, how that ends. Yeah, the funniest thing of it all is that Owen does not know if I yep. believe in Bigfoot or not because I've never said it. it sense. You have you books it. on it. I don't know why. Doesn't you matter if I have books on it. Why I've would never you? Said why would you spend the money on a fake monkey? It, <laughs> I've never because knowledge is power, bro. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> knowledge <laughs> of real things is power. Knowledge of a fake monkey that has a. A range that lasts the entire yeah. United States of Canada. Just so because you don't agree with it, doesn't I, I, mean you don't I, have to understand it. No, what do you mean? You're telling me that a wood gorilla has never been hit by a car in the United <laughs> States. I like fuel and fire, man. Now, why are you doing now, that? Now, now Owen, what? Owen's got to go full screen. Where he pisses and gets <laughs> Owen, my dad's friend has seen him <laughs> on a fly fishing trip. Your, your father's. Your father's friend was clearly on mass. Threw a rock. rock at him. There is no such. Why am I the only thing on the screen right now? <laughs> Your front center, bro. You're the only one that's yeah, uh, you in my Bigfoot. 
Your fake monkey isn't real. The Scottish dinosaur's not real. All this shit isn't real. I never said anything about a Scottish dinosaur. I will get to that later. (laughs) But anyway, I'm uh, um, I don't even know what we're talking about because we got distracted with over. Yeah, that happened. Sorry. But, uh, but no, I think uh, I think uh, you know 2021. So NPR is you know we're going to try to take it to the next level. Um, you know I think that um, it's time to evolve into something different. Um, we've been doing it for nine years, and um, you know I don't know. I like to sort of like push the envelope, right? To push the other uh, podcasters out there to sort of like uh, you know. I mean, we sort of took the format of the interview style from Reptile Radio. There's no, yes. there's no, uh, there's no uh, doubt about that. Um, and we sort of like made it our own sort of went with it and, um, it's sort of become the norm. And I think that we're trying to break away from that. Um, not because that's bad or anything like that. we still have people that we're interviewing on NPR and all that kind of stuff. But I think that, um, I don't know. I, I, I think when, when you just have, you know, uh, so many podcasts to listen to, um, you kind of have to set yourself apart, right? That's sort of the way I look at it. I don't know. Everybody got quiet. Like, it's all sad. <laughs> you, you, you were monologuing. We were allowing that to happen. You never allow me to monologue. You want me to interrupt you? That was one of your main grievances. I'm learning. Jesus. No, that was good. Eric, you, you nailed it. No, that was perfect. <laughs> He's learned since last week. Damn right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly I, what seems to be happening with M with NPR and uh, as somebody who started on uh, the outer rim um, there, there's no mistaking it. It, it started with, with Eric and Owen. Goddamn rain. I better be in there somewhere. So <laughs> I mean, that's the foundation, right? Like we're, if we're being real, it, it, it does not exist without you two. And then Rob comes on very early on, of course, uh, Rob uh, finds finds his way to be beyond an asset involved with all of this. And then over the years, you guys just did your thing, and that's all it took. You just did your thing, and you've you've created this empire, and you've graciously invited people along with with different uh, initiatives as far as fundraising or being involved, like Lucas and I uh, are, and and just so much more. So the bottom line is you guys really have built an empire and and not to to make it seem like it's such like a devious thing. You've really just fostered the growth in a, a community building. I prefer the devious. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but now now the cool thing is we get to we get to sort of like because of the way the world is, we get to create all this cool shit, all these cool podcasts that are, you know, uh budding out of 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 stems that have grown from Morelia Python Radio in the form of Call Your Bird Corner of uh, Lucas, you do uh, People of Herpeticulture, is that what it's called? Something like that. I'm Whatever. still it all out. I just yeah. like talking to anyway, people. <laughs> anyway, the, gro- the growth of it all is is the beautiful <laughs> product of, of the groundwork that you two have laid. And so it's about damn time that uh, going on 10 years now of this empire that you've created, that it becomes some sort of a, 
a a thing that pays you pays you guys back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You guys, you guys yeah. have sacrificed so much of your lives for this, right? You don't see it as a sacrifice because it's who you are and it's what you do. And you just decide to like sort of get on a microphone and talk about it every once in a while. And the bottom line is you, you guys just I, really. I have to, otherwise Eric won't give me the weekly antidote that I need to keep living. Um, I was <laughs> poisoned years ago when I initially met him and I have to keep taking dosages once a week. Um, yeah. it, that's why like every once in a while, if I miss an episode and Rob sits in, I'm back immediately because I have to make sure I can quick get in there before I expire. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, long story short is you guys deserve to be able, uh, to have this community that you've built finally give back to you and support you. So some of the 2021 initiatives, are focused around having that community y'all have built kind of uh, support you guys, right? It's it, more along the lines of help us do more things to help right. do more content, more stuff. Unlock you know? opportunities. Right. Right. So what we're, Let's keep what going. We're trying to do, we're trying to do it, it, in all honesty, is we're trying to sort of, um, uh, I don't know, not, not necessarily m- – it's not monetary. quitting our jobs. Yeah. No, but no, 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 no. We want to go on trips, yep. you know, uh, Herping trips, all do these stuff. guys that are with us, you know, as, as far as like going filming it and all that stuff is, is like, it, you know, at some point it just becomes too much for one person to do. So the idea is sort of to, to bring people into the fold and try to help with that. And, you know, if we can go herping somewhere and, and, and record that, uh, or go check out somebody's collection or, or one of those new reptile places. Yeah. So doing more live stream stuff. I, I like the live type of feel, you know, things every once in a while, you know, it takes us back to years one through six when we were live and things could go horribly wrong in a drop of a hat and never be repaired. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's just about growing. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, 2021 is hopefully the year that uh, we, we kick it up to the next level, you know, um, and uh, see where it takes us, you know, um, more content and more, you know, um, more more people that are passionate about, um, you know, the species that they work with and, and, and what they get excited about and, and hopefully that, you know, again, I, I sort of said it earlier, but I, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird, and some people may not know this because maybe they're new to the NPR or whatever. But like, you know, in 2011, carpet pythons were not like nowhere near as popular as they are today. Oh know? hell no! And and, yeah. and I I think that you know I I said it and I sort of read, wrote a blog about it and it was like, you know, I felt that. I got to experience the renaissance of Morelia. You know, um, the book came out. We had a podcast. We had, you know, um, all these different morphs that were coming out. And, and it just seemed like everything that could possibly be cool about this genus that we so are so passionate about um, sort of, I don't know, it's sort of just the stars aligned, if you will, you know, and, and here we are nine years later and and i don't know i i couldn't be more i I still love morelia as much as i did in 2011 it kind of it kind of like fascinates me because i see a lot of people where they they kind of go in and out of like take keith for example i mean how Mm -hmm. excited was he about um 
short tails and stuff and yes. the amount of shit that he's done with short tails it's just amazing and like he sort of just like sort of like let that let that go to somebody like Matt, you know, and yeah, and Matt sort of taking that torch and running with it. And like, you know, he's sort of, sort of okay with that, I guess. And, you know, sort of proud about it in a way, I guess. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of well, rambling. Keith laid the groundwork and then you have somebody else <laughs> take the football and keep running with it. And it's, and it's cool to see that, especially when then you have Keith's approach to things versus Matt's approach to things. And you, know, you have other people who were in Morelia before I was and their approach to things, to how I do things. And even your your approach, Eric, and mine when it comes to yeah, sure. yeah, carpets absolutely. and things like that. It's cool to see the differences, but it also see it's cool to see the um, expansion of the species, you know, moving, keep moving forward with it, keep, keep pushing forward with it. And I'll admit that I bought my first carpet python. God, I don't think I've bought a carpet for like three years. <laughs> like, it was, like, you know, like I want to say it was like at least been two years. Um, I've gotten carpets, but I haven't sat down and spent money on one for at least two years. I got it on last Saturday uh, at Hamburg, and it's just something cool to do because I've been expanding into other species, and then it's still kind of circle back around and go back into Morelia. Um, it, you know, it felt nice. It was cool to bring it back into getting into this animal and what she could do with my projects that I have here. So, um, I think it was on one of Riley's grievances was the whole, uh, you know, to Summer's point, she says she she still don't think that carpets are as you know as popular as they should be. But like everybody's trying to make a, a snake into their carpet python size. Yeah, why not just go on the carpet? It's like we still have to let Riley deliver those grievances. We yeah, no, I think it's a good time. I don't want to feel your thunder, bro. Yeah, take a swig (laughs) and go. Oh man, he's pulling out. What is he? Oh no, the digital list. All right, right. okay, all right. I've had four of the whatever that is. Okay, something that looks scary. Yeah. Oh man, this could be bad. They yeah. are over seven percent alcohol. Okay, Doing it right. <laughs> Let me pause you one second. All right, one good, second. good, good, good. Get, get good. ready, Riley. You get ready. You don't. Listen, get, everybody's liver is going to be a problem here. Yeah. But um, you know, Brandon um, had said that he almost feels like it's better that there are more closed off, so that it won't become the new ball python trend. I would I completely one hundred percent agree, but I don't think we're ever yeah. going to get there. I don't yeah. think I, that and anything I, will ever I, be. Ball I, I, pre- I appreciate that that perspective as well for sure yeah one quick note while we're talking about chat comments i do want to point out that uh you know one goal for this 2021 is to get uh smitty on a plane to texas so that we can get him on to australia because he would have lost his mind over the beautiful northern territory irregularis that we saw i mean that was the most common snake that we saw on our trip right what do we see Six, seven, eight, something yep. like that. And yep. that NT form is so stunning that it's literally, I've seen it on iNaturalist where they're misidentified as walmas. Like yeah. people have literally entered it as kind of just normal people. And uh, generally speaking, they go and say, oh, it's a walma. And it's like, I see how you got there, but that's not what that is, that's man. That's not a walma, yeah. yeah. 100%. Beautiful. So we got to get him on a plane to texas because presumably that's just a couple hours and then we can get them on a you know eight what it what do we wind up doing i was thinking about that today it's like we spend 18 to 
18 to 26 hours in the air usually, something like that. It's not as bad as it sounds. It's really, I, I know. I, it's really not. It's totally doable. But. I used that time to heal because I was dying from L.A. to Brisbane. So, you know, I needed to plug in the batteries. Thank God it was a long flight. If it was short, I'd be dead. I would love to herp with Justin. That would yes. be cool. I think it will be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah 100%. And especially just the way he's so excited on Subox and Baird's at West Tech. Hey, I mean – Smitty, you know, the trip's happening end of May into June, so, like, it's on you, buddy. The, the trip is existing. It's whether you're there or not. And, and I'll, I'll I'll say this from experience. When the trip is happening and you're not on it, it sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And the cool bit is with Texas that you just get the little permit and it's totally legit. So if, if we found any of those things, we missed out on the Bairds, you know, the group that was yeah. coming the other way on river road had found one. So we didn't wind up seeing it, but we saw stuff that they didn't see. We had um, that gopher that, you know, yeah, you and I had the conversation about taking them. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you can be permitted. It's totally legit to do that and stuff. Yeah. So with his excitement, he just posted up this wild rose pass subox and stuff and it's like oh yeah we we checked that out it's it's funny to hear the the names associated with things the appellations as opposed to uh kind of where we saw it coming down past east of the davis stuff there but yeah. anyway neither here nor there i don't mean to belabor uh riley's grievances poor riley has been sitting on these grievances yeah no, it's just gonna all start year. yeah go on riley this will be his first grievance i hope yes uh riley. you have the floor yes sir. all of you I mean, 2020 wasn't all that bad for me, but I'm going to absolutely shit on some things right now. <laughs> and I'm going to really just go full Grand Slam right out the, the bat out of this because I've had four, seven plus percent alcohol don't beer. Use right you stand by and, your statements and go. And I don't give <laughs> don't a talk about what you drink, shit. Bro. Just, just talk, buddy. <laughs> right now. Happen. If you're one of those stupid half-dressed fucking vegans carrying reptiles around looking for fucking attention, go fuck yourself. Stop. Well, doing we're it. about to get the letters. <laughs> I can't stand you. I can't stand you. The rest of the reptile hobby can't fucking stand you. Guess what? You get more respect handling reptiles with your clothes on. Holy shit. What a shocker. Holy shit, keep your clothes on. Jesus Christ. It's not because you don't look good or you don't look bad. It has nothing to do with it. I didn't say shit. But keep your fucking clothes on while you're working with reptiles. God damn. Have some fucking respect for yourself and some class. It doesn't take an exotic accent and some abrasive oh, personality <laughs> to sound convincing. But I'm serious right now. Everybody out there, men, women, whatever you identify as, you, if you have any self-respect, just handle reptiles safely with your clothes on like a fucking normal person. All right. Number two, it's dubia, not dubai. <laughs> Stop listening to the man that is your uh, Apple iPhone autocorrecting when you talk to somebody about dubia roaches. It's dubia roaches, not Dubai roaches. They're not from Dubai, India. They're dubia roaches. They're goddamn cockroaches. It's five letters. There's literally a syllable and a half in there, and you're fucking that up. What happened to Owen? 
<laughs> he, he ran away. He had to change the oh label Lord. to Dubia from Dubai. Number three. This one I think Nipper will appreciate, and, and I kind of channeled my inner Nipper while I was going this. For everybody that posts uh, photos, anything on social media, including the, uh, the the Latin name, the genus and species on an animal, I, I applaud you for doing that because I, I really respect that. But for fuck's sake, capitalize the genus, lowercase the species and subspecies, period, bar none. There's a reason for that. It's universal, goddammit. The entire world. <laughs> World population can understand Latin nomenclature, but when you go into binomial nomenclature and classify everything and capitalize, you put it all in the genus. You're you're just you're just really frustrating me. Just just capitalize the first one, lowercase everything else. It's it's really that simple. You only have to hit the shift caps for the first winner. <laughs> Of the first word. And it's the first one? And is it? Literally leave everything oh, else okay. lowercase. God damn it. Okay. I'm is that it? Flashbacks. Just let it happen. Yes, Let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. Latin has, binomial nomenclature has been around since before every one of us was born. If you, you sure about that? Up, Eric is Speak for yourself, of, man. I'm pretty old. I mean, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's, dude. I was about to go for the same thing. I mean, you awesome. know. Do you, do you capitalize it, Dubai in the roaches? Eric's no, dad I punched him, him in the horse. face. You know, it was. God damn it. I punched him in the face. Okay. Okay. Number hey, four. Hold on for a second. Go for it. Zoe again with his fucking little digs, right? Just out of nowhere. I don't know if you caught it, but he's like. No, Eric used to drive Eric to work. Eric's dad used to take Eric to school. On the oh, of course, because yeah, <laughs> you imagine Papa Burke coming up. Oh the God, I'm sorry, for Eric. Off God, to work. God damn it, Owen! <laughs> Go to school. Well, like, yeah, it's... he's got some big ass pretzels <laughs> on a horse. You know, that's oh, what yeah. I can see. <laughs> More like a pony, bro. We're hobbit. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. A bull horse is far too much for you and your father to manage. They're very tall, untrustworthy. The so. reason why number three bothers me grandfather is because common names. Words of Ryan Cox. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. No, stop it, man. We owe a quarter to the to the reptile and chill guys. Yes. Again. Go ahead, Riley. I was going to say the only reason why that Latin name thing bothers me is because across the globe, common names mean fuck all. So you we might as well. About, at this about this twice. Yeah, it fits with Scott's grievance and Nick's yeah. grievances. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's because they're very intelligent individuals. <laughs> Just- okay. Number four. It's 2020. Right. And people still don't understand the Jaguar gene. You're welcome, Nick. I, I, I understand it. Eric, well, do you understand it? Do. You do. I do. And yeah, you I do. do. I and, you do. and you do. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to be the filter for all the motherfuckers that don't get it? 
because they don't talk to me. I'm they're afraid of me, and they and Eric's too nice to them. Where he's like, I think of it more like, hey, you have a Gibson, I have a Fender. Oh, Let's fight it together. You dick. It's Wait, were those, no, those were types of guitars, right? I was good. Yeah, I'm you so nailed it. You nailed it. I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you. Um, next, you're going to be talking about Vox and and. Uh... Yeah, fuck are those? <laughs> Slow down there. Slow uh, yeah, down there, easy, buddy. Easy. He just mastered two types of guitars. Yeah. Only took him nine years. Yeah. Let's see. Do you know who Joe Satriani is, Owen? No. Uh, it begins. What? We'll hijack you again. No, okay, we'll fix it. Jaguar Gene. Jaguar. Jaguar. You know, Jaguar is a guitar as well. Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah, you have to say it like they do about the car, the Jaguar. Well, it's also a guitar. But the bottom line is the bottom It's also an animal, a cat of some kind. I hear it has a bottom line. Shut up, Owen. Go ahead. My main frustration is the spider gene is so understood by everyone else with their thumb up their ass that why can't they figure out the Jaguar gene? Dude, don't tell me. They bred two spider genes together, and they produced a super spider. Don't tell me. Try to tell me some nonsense. On super spider is a dead lethal. Yeah. No. So it was a super Oh, my God. Gonna... Yes. What? What? It's not going to spontaneously grow lungs. Way to go, Summer. Fuck. You get a calendar. I'm sending you a calendar. Send me your address. You're getting one. <laughs> All right. My what the hell fifth... does that mean? My fifth, <laughs> my fifth and Okay. This is my this favorite. Is, okay. This oh, is my with the interest in large snakes. So we, we all don't get me wrong, I love berms. We all love large snakes, right? The interest in large snakes shifting to a more manageable size, i.e. the uh taking the morphs from mainland retics and putting them into uh, a dwarf and super dwarf size. Why is the hobby trying to make retics the size of carpet pythons? And before you retort, just get a fucking carpet python. Because retics know are prettier. You know why? <gasps> How dare you? Get off what? this podcast. Carpet pythons will not headbutt the fucking glass right out of their You God. are correct, sir. And <laughs> There's a reason yeah. I agree with you. They have... A lot of natural variation in pattern, color, line breeding. Uh, let's 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 go down this list right here. Okay, I, I, um, I apologize. Manageable size. Uh, yeah, you're looking at a four and a half foot animal to maybe a seven foot animal tops, right? Depends four on who has it. Me or Eric? Well, it doesn't matter. That's the range, right? You're because, right. You're right. Yeah, it's four for him, seven for me. Got it. Yeah, you're right. Horn snakes. So, um, yeah, check. Win right there. Uh, great feeders, give me a goddamn break. If you know a carp python that doesn't eat, uh, you can send me that animal and I'll I'll prove you wrong. Um, let's see. Uh, morphs, check. Localities, check. Lion breeding capability, check. Is there anything else you need? Because No, no, keep going. Be completely honest. Everybody's everybody's given up on mainland retics, right? Fair enough. That's a big ass animal. They make a huge mess and they take a lot of space. Everybody wants to try and make those retic morphs in a small animal. That's what Garrett's doing, and he's doing a fantastic job of it. But 
but why would you try and make a really tiny python that has a lot of morphs and a lot of natural and locality variations in there when they already exist um in carpet pythons why did they turn a poodle into a toy poodle they can get the same dog but smaller that's the whole I, thing you I know come on i mean um, you could you could breed a donkey to a horse it's, it's not gonna a mule. Be, it's not going to be the same as just getting a freaking mini pony you're right. It's, it's called a mule. They're very different. But yeah. it's one of those things where it, it, it's they want the the big snake package and a small snake. You know, they want the big snake and the small snake package, and that's what they're going for. So that's why you don't see it. And well, you don't see it with like nobody's taking children's pythons and trying to breed them smaller. Why? No. There's no need for such things. They any smaller, they'd be dead. Like it's just no good. So, um. It's just kind of one of those things where people want the colors and the feel and just the, the retic, but they don't want to spend a ridiculous amount, amount of money because, like you said, mainline retics, that's a 10-foot well, cage, ma- a minimum. Exactly. And so so to 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 bring up Brandon Valentine's appointment, he, he was talking about Garrett, and Garrett is a friend of mine, Garrett Hartle of uh, Reach Our Reptiles, and he's doing fantastic things kind of – bringing the, the ethical side back into keeping retakes by trying to, to push the morphs into a smaller package. And I, and I absolutely applaud what he's doing. Uh, anytime I have the opportunity to, to, con- to conversate with him behind the scenes at a show, it's, it's, it's really nice. Uh, he's very ethical and, and intelligent in what he does. Um, so, you know, I don't mean to tease or anything beyond that. But like, dude, everybody's looking for that that animal, that python that has the natural variation and morphs and combos and this and line breeding and that and all this. And everybody's just so caught up in what's mainstream. And there's this maybe the stigma is what it is. Maybe the the stereotypical they're they're arboreal they're bitey they're they're assholes whatever it is i don't know but to me it's like everybody's just kind of dancing around this this concept looking at all these other species but what they really need is right in the middle right here and it's carpet pythons i did like that's comment about this uh hinting of howard that's pretty funny What's hinting of Howard? What's happening? I'm actually texting him right now. He's trying to buy a jungle. But <laughs> I, have, I have video footage of Howard that I will never release on the internet because Nor I, should you. Because no. he and I are kindred spirits, so maybe what you're getting at is is probably accurate. Although uh Howard <laughs> Howard's new house that he's moving into, I may push for to being the official uh East Coast uh carpet fest location. It's oh, massive. Snap. So, what? we'll talk about that later. No, I love how we'll talk about it. I'm not oh. doing carpet fest at any other spot. House. My house or your house. It's. I'm not I'm going old. to somebody else's house. I find. We're fighting again in front of Lucas. <laughs> remember that nightmare? I remember Do some. Remember? No, Do you remember? Not really. Okay, I no. Remember. Exactly. I barely remember half of what happened. I know podcast. you don't. No. Anyway, I'm anyway. sorry. I'm just. I'm no, just, we're done. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Riley, do you feel better? 
Lucas uh, Why Lucas? Yeah. No, I mean, never, never. I never feel better. I just, I always have shit to rant or rave about. That's just my life. But to be completely honest, I've never been more happy with with the animals I have surrounding me and the people I have in my in in my my bullpen, so to speak. Like every year, it just continues to get better and better. Like I know 2020 has been absolute shit because of COVID and just really fucked things up for a lot of people. And and I'm and I'm fortunate and and really disappointed to say that there's a lot of people that have had it a lot worse than me. And I really wish I I could change circumstances for everybody, but um, it, it could definitely always be worse. And uh, I'm I'm just very blessed to be where I'm at, and I'm really thankful for for what Eric and Owen have opened up for folks like us. Um, Rob, you know you you're probably as much integral as as anybody I mean, he, else. He's kind of there too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, he, he, I mean he really is. He's one of those sleeper behind the scenes. Behind guys. The scenes you know? Yeah, exactly. And and is I don't know. I just I never have a bad year if I'm really being honest. Um, there's always you know pros and cons to every year, and as human nature sort of dictates, we tend to we tend to remember the negative and vocalize the negative and, and talk about the negative more than the positive. But like, if you really were to go back and decipher every day throughout the year you had, I guarantee you there's more positive than negative. And, and we're sitting right here right now. And this is evidence of so much more positive, like Lucas coming on to, to the scene and really just kind of putting, putting himself out there, um, which is like the scariest first step. It is. Uh, it is to even just do it. Like I, I hide behind the fact that Eric did it first. I just kind of jumped on after he did it, but, and it's but even jumping daunting. And then and then Lucas does it by himself. It's but Owen. The, you I'm know, very not, thankful to not be by myself anymore, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and Owen, not to discredit yourself, like just mm-hmm. having the you know having the guts to jump on board with something new is is not any well, different. I saw this ship sinking, and I decided I was the only one who could write it. You needed to save it. I yeah, needed yeah. to save it. And I thought it was too important, yeah. so I decided to jump on board, and I told Eric to bail the water out of the ship, not put more in it. And that right. really corrected the course. And so it's very, it's very clear that what I'm saying. It's well, very clear to me that Rob um, makes time in his life for this, what we you know what we would call an extracurricular right he 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 makes plenty of time for something like this and um that's no that's no you know small feat either so it's a big deal a big deal i think uh i think the thing of it is is like you know i I sort of said this too and and i never really thought about it until um recently um when i sort of wrote a blog about it again um and just sort of saying like the idea that you know me and owen have sort of done this for nine years straight yeah it's the same two people yeah you know it's kind of uh 
it's kind of nuts, man. Yeah, I don't Lord. know. I don't know if I was just tripping or whatever, but yeah. like, I, I was thinking about it. I was, hey, did Dory give you the good I shit when you wrote it. this? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, big deal. <laughs> no, I'm mean, at 100%, right? It's I think, like, yeah. Even professionals, we, we had talked about it, even professional yeah. like radio hosts, right, who do morning shows or afternoon or drive time, whatever, right? The, the notion that people would be together for nine years in that context is, is you know, essentially unheard of. Certainly it's the exception. Yeah. Know, best, I mean, and it's like, so you're doing something that's really impressive, not even within the reptile context, but even the context of people who get paid to do it. You know, it's paid as their full time job to do it. It's, it's yeah. unprecedented in so many ways. Is, show, I guess, Luke the Yoda, 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 Eric. Eric. That is but, why. But the thing that's, is, like, Eric won't let me renegotiate my contracts. That's why I no, keep saying. I, I mean, not. like, it's no, no, I, I, I keep trying to bring it up every year. And he says that there's a board meeting and I get constantly outvoted. I don't even know who's that's on right. this board. It's like, me it is, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Yeah. Until you, you show up having show. frozen your feet, you won't even tell me where it is. You're out. Yeah. You know, it's no. not gonna. Happen. You're stuck you know, until you do that. Then, then maybe we'll have to talk. I'm just lucky, man. I really am. You know, I took a chance. I saw an opportunity. I took a chance, and here we are. You know, nine years later, and it's nothing that I did. It's it's a group. You know, uh, the community together. Everybody. Um, you know. Owen, there wouldn't be NPR without you, you know, that's, uh, for sure. You know, there's no way that, uh, um, you know, it, it just, it couldn't be any other way. You know, there's just the chemistry that me and you have that I, I couldn't have with anybody else. And, and I think that's sort of part of the, the, the magic of what it is, you know, and, um, I hope that we take it to the next level. You know, when I, when, when Rob came into my life, it was another thing that's sort of like, again, he doesn't get enough credit for his influence on NPR, his influence on me. Heavily, heavily uh, light, you, know. you know, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. what are you saying? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Shut up, Rob. Rob. <laughs> I'm having a moment. Doesn't mean I, I, that you get to like, take fun I'm of sorry. I'm I just did, power I, through. I don't care. I what did what I normally do. It's listen. Just, I don't care what you said. I don't okay. care. I don't okay. care. <laughs> you, you, as soon as I start to get emotional with you, you sort of like get all flustery <laughs> and have to get down up. How dare you? I can answer him. It's Scottish. I know. It's my father never you. I don't know. Come here. Come here, Owen. Yeah, he needs a hug. I know. He needs a big hug. But you know, again. You know, uh, yeah, I I don't think NPR would be the same without Rob either. You know, yeah. and and then you know, you two guys, Riley and Lucas. Lucas just recently, you know, but um, I I think that still uh, pinching myself. That yeah, influence we, we, is huge. You know? now. Yeah, it, it's not a it's not a one person thing. It's you know, and and that's what led us to Carpet Fest, and that's what led us to all these things. It's all about the community. It's all about the people, man. I mean, at the end of the day, we love snakes, and you get to when you get to experience whatever your passion is, whether it's snakes or music or whatever. What, what it could be anything, cars, what, whatever yeah. it is. When you get to, you know, it, you know, show your excitement to another person about about what you're excited about it, is is awesome, you know. And hopefully, you know, we've done that for you guys for the past, you know, time, nine years, whatever. Um, I know we always haven't had the best audio. I know we always <laughs> haven't had the best this and that. Well, that shit. never really mattered, though. It never did. I, original. I just like how, I like how Eric's thing is like, you can have so much passion for snakes, music, 
Snakes and music. It's like okay, and music. Yeah, and all <laughs> the two choices. Yes. I mean, <laughs> what are the two languages? What else? That other things. I guess. <laughs> you know. I mean. Um. But no, for me, I guess because it's my two passions. That's how I relate the two to each other. But to me, in my in my brain, they sort of they sort of follow the same path. You know. Um. But um, you, you're influenced by the people that are around you. Um, and, and I'm excited about the future, you know, I mean, the whole idea of like what Justin's doing with, with his thing and like, you know, he's taking it to the next level and then hopefully someday when we retire, Owen, he'll be the guy and he'll be the, we'll keep giving NPR to one of them. He is now. I'm not saying that he's not now. I'm I'm sorry if that came out wrong. I I didn't mean it like that. We're we're working out. He's, he's not yet. I mean, he's getting there, but (laughs) no, you know, no, but, um, but you know, I mean, I don't know. He 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 inspires me because of his work that he wants to do and what he wants to put out there. You know, I, I get I get excited about that kind of stuff. It makes me yeah. want to do better. It want, makes me want to be better. Yeah. It makes me want the show to be better. You know, I know we haven't been on YouTube, and now it's the first nope. time we're sort of doing that. And you know, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, yeah. How's it going so far? Send me oh. the clips, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Growing well. So, well. so hopefully, you know, we wanted to do the show now because yep. we're taking off pretty much the, the rest of December and um, we're going to come back and we're going to have some things uh, together. I got some clips. I got to send Lucas. He's going to try to edit them around and make some magic. Me and Rob have another, um, uh, you know, student of the serpent coming up. And like, there's no set time with that. That's sort yeah. of the thing that's sort of like it has to be. You know, I guess there is a certain deadline to where, you know, we were talking about this the other day, Rob, where it's like, yeah, you don't want it to go too long. But at the same time, I, I want it to be as the best that it can be, you know, right. and you did the one well, like, uh, sit down and do the carpet, uh, the Calibri corner. Right. Like we had to do the next several months of that because we just bust right. them out. So, yeah, yeah. You, can, yeah. you can take your time on some of those uh a little bit more finesse and uh, detailed shows because we yeah. can really, the beautiful thing about the network is with, you know, seven to eight shows going on, you can really make those high detailed ones flesh out the way they need to be done appropriately. But still provide entertainment in between. And, and yeah. Even if it's just once a month, that's a valuable, valuable asset. I mean, I think I think people would probably appreciate the extra time spent making sure that once a month show on Student of the Serpent is just absolutely dialed in, and and, and they're going to appreciate whatever you put out. That's the beautiful thing about it. And with seven or eight shows on the network, you can, you kind of have some flexibility too. So. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, fig- we'll figure that out. Yeah. So. Hey guys. Yeah. Yes, I, I unfortunately I have to run, but you son of a yeah, I know it's it's Thank probably you <laughs> so much. My husky needs to eat and poop, but this has been lovely. I've been and I say to all years. of you, happy holidays, happy yep. airing of the grievances, and I'm yep. very grateful for all of you. Have a good rest of the show. Good night, Lucas. Lucas, yeah, it's probably time that we all. He's got to get to the point where he just ignores the dogs like Eric and I have for eons. When the you know, yeah, like literally sulcata their way through a wall. So will zero. I don't pay any attention to him until the show's over. Right. God. Well, now you have Mort, so you'll figure that out even better. <laughs> he arrives Friday. Next. Oh, Friday. shoot. She's coming too. 
So, you know. Oh, yeah. okay. You're good. Yeah. Give her a to do list. Yeah. Deal with your tortoise. I have other, I have serpents to deal with. So, so yeah. Hopefully, we have some cool things for uh, 2021. I think yeah. uh, it will be a good year. Um, we got some cool harping trips that uh, are lined up. We got some cool yeah. podcasts that are uh, in the works. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about content. That. Just more content for everybody. And hopefully, stuff you guys like. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. You hate it, whatever. <laughs> like it's. Right, we'll still do it. I don't care if yeah, two people. We're not going to stop. It's it yeah. just yeah. It, it has nothing to do with whether people like people, it or not. People have hate listened to me for nine years. It hasn't stopped me yet. Doesn't so, have a great relationship with you, Owen. You know? I know. <laughs> you know what's really cool is we've got an East Coast West Coast dynamic. So we get yeah. the seasonal variation and Rob's in the, in the middle okay. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> in the land of the big hot thing, the Intermountain West with the big hot thing. Yeah, that so, is true. <laughs> so, so Lucas and I can definitely uh, easily tag along together for some East Coast trips uh, out to y'all, and uh, maybe you know, maybe it's yeah. worth doing a whole road trip and and swinging by and grabbing Rob and and just jetting out the way because. You know, nothing like uh, bonding over a road trip, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we need Rob because he sets up the Airbnbs and tells me where to go and look for the animals. Like, without Rob, I would just be wandering. Again, in the woods. Yeah, so. again, Rob doesn't get enough credit, man. He He's not. The guy no, behind the scenes making it work, man. You know, the only reason we stole Merton's monitors is because he knew where to go. You know? I'd be like, where are they? And just wandering through Australia. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I wish I had a drink to drink to you, Rob. Well, I have some water. I have some water to hydrate. Maybe. You never cheers water. <laughs> don't cheers yeah. water. That's don't like. forget. Um, for our carpets and coffee, we've Ooh, introduced no. the coffee cup. That's uh, you can drink coffee. By coffee. the way, yeah, uh, whatever you order a a good right set now. of tea. If you've gone by what Nipper and Scott have <laughs> told us, you can make tea with it. It That's is not true. just a coffee cup. It's a warm beverage mug. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Owen, I'll, uh, yes. I'll message you if you're interested in waking up for a rendition tomorrow. You don't want me on your carpets and coffee. You two are all. You three are all too fragile with carpets and coffee. I would be very oh, try me. Mean. All right, yeah, all right, fine. I'll come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the, the colubrid world, yeah, I, I know. I gave up on the colubrid thing. You know, colubrid, colubrid, redly. Rob, what do you say? Yeah. Yeah, I was glad Scott came down with the hammer on that. That was pretty good. That was mean. (laughs) Hoping we would settle that recently. There was a lot of people settle that. I think I think I think Colubrid is the way to go. Uh, I'm going Colubrid. Colubrid. Owen's going. If somebody like no Colubrid, if somebody like Scott comes and give me gives me a a tongue lashing, it's it's Colubrid. Sorry, really? Yeah, it's Colubrid and Bradley. So. so the one cool thing, um, it's probably not going to be on this episode since this is almost four hours. Holy shit. I can't believe it's, it's on there. The, shirt, the shirt's on um, the store, Brandon. I just, but, uh, Eric hides me. He's embarrassed by me. I got permission so. from Nick and I got permission from Justin and mm-hmm. I got permission from Nipper. But um, <laughs> over the over the past year, Nipper has been sending me these little excerpts of uh, the complete carpet python. And uh, yeah, we're going to air that. Uh, as one of the episodes, and you can check it out. And oh, it's so dreamy to listen yeah. to. Them. And we're gonna have some little jingle bells in Good the background yeah. and, uh, instead of nice. the night before Christmas. It's, it's a carpet read, reading, yep. the complete carpet, the complete carpet. Yeah. How cool is that? So we should call him Nipper Kringle. Either one, 
it works. He'll answer yeah. the book. Anyway, that's all I got. Read. I think we should wrap it up since we're almost four. I mean, this is like, you know, usually NPR episodes are three hours long. and it's They've been known to be going for three, but Jesus but Christ. But I think four hours is kind of. That's know. pushing it. I mean, like a, uh, we have to uh, cut the audio and make this into the podcast, too. That's a lot of. I mean, was it YouTube the podcast or Joe's show? That Joe's show. It was, yeah. it was Joe's show, but it was the Hurt Podcast Ooh, guy. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, I didn't you guys are the kids. Cody. So it kind of get to yeah. write your own script. So, so thank I, I for, you know, I, I want to thank all the listeners, everybody, the support, the love, all that stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, um, I appreciate uh, everything that uh, you do for us and hopefully, um, you know, we uh, help you learn about reptiles, you know. Uh, thank you to all the guests that have come on in the, in the years and, and, and shared their knowledge. And, you know, um, and man, yeah, it's just a, it's a great community. And, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be happier. So thank you. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, wait. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? Otherwise, I'll just close it out. I mean, just look forward to one at a time. God damn it. <laughs> Never. I want to put a plug in for the NPR network. I want everybody that's listening here to pay attention. Look forward to the the big things that 2021 has to offer for the NPR network. We're really we're we're putting together the network. We're really trying to umbrella a lot of different shows. We've got some existing shows, some new shows going on. We're definitely trying to expand into uh, the world of YouTube uh, as well as just continuing the. Uh, the audio domination of the world around you, but we, we really want everybody to just kind of like grow with that. And it's, it's, uh, I think it's, Oh shit. It's time for Smokey the Wombat time. Through the rest yeah. of, we'll let Riley finish. Let Rob jump in. My last little, my last little soapbox. I don't want to get on is, uh, I don't want to like pull the cat out of the bag, but we are working on uh, some some monetization, some some Patreon sort of thing, and uh, trying to just make it happen. But it's not just one of those things where you just send money and nothing you get out of it. Like there's going to be a lot. We are working on making sure that you can all get even more out of it beyond what you get now. We really, we just really want to do this in a big way. Uh, make sure, make sure it's, you know, yeah. a, a way to support, you know, the the damn near ten years of work that Eric Owen and Rob have put together here, and uh, and just really give back to them. So it's the the I sort of pitched this to them and was like, hey guys, this is what we need to do. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, it seems like a way to give back to them for what they've given back to myself and everybody else involved in the community. So, um, you know, look forward to that. And uh, without further ado, here's Smokey. Well, Rob, do you have anything else you want to throw out there? I do. You damn it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no words of wisdom, no love, no nothing. No, no nothing. Yeah, he's like yeah, continue. Okay, twenty twenty one, great herb trips already. Already thought through, planned out all this stuff. We're going to do great. No worries there. Um, so, no. Uh, and, uh, heck, we already are working on a show for next year and have a half dozen other guests in the pipeline and all that stuff. So, no doubts to any of that stuff. But uh, cool. I think 
you know, all, all right. I echo all the things Riley said. Congrats to you two. You've done a ton of great work, and uh, let's keep it going, man. Yeah, okay. I've been going for at least another nine years. So, um, put Owen right on the right on the. Here we go, Owen. You're front and center, buddy. You son of a bitch. Um, so we'll say is um, uh, real quick before we uh, end this thing is uh, thanks to all the fans for listening. Thanks for everybody who's tuned in with us for over the years, not just in 2020. Um, if you are a new listener, welcome, and uh, we hope you tune back in when we uh, pick back up in January. Uh, we wish everybody out there uh, the happiest of holidays and uh, a brighter new year. And we expect to see everybody back here in 2021 for some more Morelia Python radio. And without further ado, uh, we'll cut out with Smokey the Wombat. He just asked you, little boy, this, that the most important thing is to what? Don't be a cunt. That's right. <laughs> so, and also not to allow brush fires. Oh, and have a happy new year and a bright holiday. Thank you all. We'll catch you guys out next year. <laughs> right on. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. <laughs>